Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey, fam, welcome to Hey Fan. My name is Levins. My name is Angus. And tonight we are doing something that we did last year that was a big success. It was the best games of the year episode. Everyone's still talking about it. I don't know if you noticed, fam, but it's almost the end of the year, and uh, we've been playing a lot of games. Some of us. Some of us have been playing a lot of... Actually, I've, I've certainly played less games than you. Oh, then I... Yeah, we, we are not the podcast to be listening We've to. We've played if you f- sweet like, fuck all games. Yeah. So. This has not been... This has been... Uh, what are they, What do the salad days refer to in that phrase? No like one knows. The I'm, this is also the r- wrong podcast to listen to if you want to know anything my salad days. about salad days. <laughs> this is the my phrase. salad year in, in, in that I played no video games and didn't do much. <laughs> Uh, but we've enlisted the help of some of some guests, uh, one of whom you will remember from the Best Video Games of the Year episode last year, Thomas McMullen, a.k.a. Shag. Hey, fam. Previously of FBI Radio, now solely of, uh, hey, fam. of hey, fam. Yep. We Indeed, got you yeah. exclusively. We did, yeah, I'm the intern. <laughs> that blood sacrifice really worked last year. I can't wait to see what it does this year. Which one of us will uh, not have a job but be uh, in debt to this show? <laughs> Maybe me. <laughs> Maybe me. Uh, and we've also got a, a, a brand new guest to the fam, a new member of the fam. Um, you may have uh, seen his face and heard his voice on uh, Good Game. Or Triple J. Or Triple J. Or, or just on his- the comedy stage of Australia. And the spotlight, <laughs> <laughs> or his uh, his own podcast, "Free to a Good Home." Michael King is here. Hey, fam! Also commentating. Uh, Some Le- League of Legends. League of Legends. That's the, your latest stint, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I uh, dropped out of Good Game on account of. I don't know if you guys know this, but the ABC is an unreliable employer. I think, <laughs> I think I know, everybody the, the, here yeah. at one stage has worked for the ABC. Yeah, exactly. That is such up. juicy goss from an outsider. <laughs> I know, you guys. Uh, Thanks and, a lot, uh, Fairfax. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we, were, we were at some point unsure if the show was going to get... Um, What's the word? Recommissioned uh-huh. for 2017. Only the and most popular show that they produce yeah, yeah. Is, and, is even on the uh, fans. Jesus. Yeah, and other people were uh, they, they, they were they were brave. They stuck around. They kept their jobs. Not me though. I'm a <laughs> rattle jumper ship. Oh. I, will, I will bail at any opportunity. You are the, b- the Billy Zane on the Titanic. <laughs> you were yeah. like, get out of my way, children exactly. and elderly woman. I am coming through. Exactly. I'm jumping on a lifeboat now. And now I, uh, yeah, League of Legends. That's my job. It's but taking yeah, you around the world. Actually, is your it? is your like main main source of income? Is yeah, you, you yeah. commentate well, I mean, League of Legends. Yeah, but that's it's, insane. Uh, it's the best, but it's uh, it's competing with stand up comedy. So when you, when you say main source of income, like it's you know, everyone knows that no one makes money from comedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's it's the best. I, I get to travel around the world. I was in Barcelona, and before that, I was in Brazil doing like 
just talking about video games. It was and is sick. this for live events? So for live uh, competitions? Yeah. Live, and how many people go to these things? Like spectators? Oh, it's like stadiums full of people. That's insane. It's, it is. This is. I'm undeserving of this because it, it hasn't is. really hit Australia in that sense yet. Has uh, it in their like mega stadiums? Yeah, and, we do a little, a few things. We'll have if you hold a thing in Australia. Like we filled Margaret Court Arena last year doing this. Which what, is what, filled what? Margaret Court Arena. Oh, okay. That's like yeah, a yeah, tennis stadium. Yeah, yeah, type yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. And then we've done a. Few. That's huge. Is it a, is it a tennis stadium? I don't know. I, it I don't is. know. Yeah, I think another podcast for that kind of information. Yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, it'll be a couple of thousand people in Australia, but it's not. But overseas, it's like it's not South Korea. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's fifty thousand people. In, yeah, that's in amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. And so I know I could just go online and probably find a clip of you doing this, but can you just give us like maybe a, a tight tight ten seconds of you commentating a game? And then your comedy, and we'll decide which one should be your main source of of income. So the other thing is the. That I'm not one of the play-by-play commentators, sure. right? Is this what your commentary sounds like? Yeah, <laughs> it's me explaining my job to the audience. Fifty thousand Barcelonians. So I was explaining this to—I was trying to explain this to my parents the other day because they don't get it, and I was saying to them that like my role—I don't know if any of you watch sport, but you know how there are like the people who are good not at the podcast, <laughs> and there's like just the guy who introduces the yes. commentators. Yeah. Yeah, so that, like, the, the middleman. Yeah, yeah, I'm the middleman. Yeah. So oh, my name wow. is I'm the, I'm the Bruce McAvaney. You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, Bruce. So yeah. this is the Olympics. You're yeah, Brucey baby. Yeah, exactly. You're synonymous with the Olympics, so but like, you don't really talk about it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oceanic Pro yeah. League. My name is Michael Hingers Hing, and this is like that's what I'm doing. And I'll be like, I'm throwing it over to you, Casters now. Like that's yeah, I am oh, wow. dumb and I know nothing, and I'm just there as a as a, as a talking face. And then I do like after game interviews with people. Yeah, that's great. It's real crazy. So how long does the average like tournament of League of Legends go for? Uh, it can go anywhere. Shag, from, like, feel free to weigh in at any yeah. point. <laughs> I should give a disclaimer before we go in, and like, sure, sure. I, I am so down with this. But so the hour before I came to this podcast, I've been looking for my passport, and I still can't find oh, it. Oh so shit! Anytime you're like, where's Shag? I'm thinking of places in my house where my passport. Would when be. when do you need it, babe? You got to travel. Uh, I don't actually need it, but I'm a like I'm just someone who can't deal with losing something. So no. I'm so sorry. I am here, but if <laughs> you can't find me, bring me back. That's what's on my mind. Your, your girlfriend is, is, is currently playing her favorite game of, of 2016. Just hide your passport I think and ruin your life. Are you worried that someone's going to steal your identity? Do you have an identity worth stealing? No. Because you and I don't know each other very well, so this is a... <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just like, this is a legitimately true thing. I've been sitting here, even while I was playing, like before this podcast, I was sitting with Angus playing a bit of Final Fantasy fifteen. And the whole time, as I was playing, I was so absentmindedly, I was thinking, is it in the sideboard in the front room? Could I have put it there? All right, where was the last place you used? What was the last anyway, time you look, used it? No, well, look, it was, it, was, it was two weeks ago. But yes, that's, that's where I am. It's but the fast forward things, I remember I, I've been in a similar position and it's like that time, the moment, you almost have like a flashback, like as in a TV show. And it's like you putting away going like, this is a good spot. I'll definitely remember where this is. And then it comes to like the night before you're flying somewhere. And you're like, I have no idea. Where Guys, the hell did I put it? I know like this is classic dad line, but buy a travel wallet. <laughs> no, it's in a travel no, no, no. no, but where do you put the, the travel wallet? It's in a travel wallet, which I've lost. How big is your travel wallet? I, like, I have a really gargantuan, horrible, floral travel wallet. It's the one impossible of those ones to lose. that my parents bought me when I was going on a trip like 20 years ago. Do you ago. have a safe? Could it be in the safe? Oh, it's probably in the safe. <laughs> no, if you've got a safe, check the safe. <laughs> you've solved it. <laughs> That's right, the safe. What's the um, combination? Right, so we solved the mystery of this game. <laughs> Hing, how long does the League of Legends tournament go for? And then tell me how much of that you'll spend working. Uh, so let's let, let's say of a day. If a day is going to be like eight to eight hours or so of a day, I'll I'll spend I don't know half an hour of that 
working. That's amazing. So I'll do the intro and then I'll do a couple of interviews that go for like two or three minutes between each game. Um, and, and then sometimes I'll also run the what they call the analyst desk. Yeah. So they, uh, between games, I'll be like, oh, let's break down that game. And I sit on the desk with experts and I ask them questions like, oh, why did they choose this character, this champion? Why did are they, you yeah. a League of Legends player yourself? Or I am, you, yeah. but I'm not good. So my like quote unquote professional career in gaming was playing a game called StarCraft, yeah, which is similar but also very very different to League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So I have what they would describe as the mechanics, like I can move my fingers, but I just don't have the knowledge because I'm a real dum dum. Yep. So yeah. Well, it's... you know, you committed yourself to StarCraft. Yeah. That was your decision. Yeah. 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 And and look how it's paying off now. <laughs> It'll <laughs> no. come back. Yeah. 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 These hey, things are cyclical. Hey, is can I ask like? What, one thing that blows me away, because I don't know these games well enough that I feel like I can never watch one of these um, broadcasts, mm. but how much when the commentators talk about the game, are they talking about the players or the actual characters? Because I feel like it's so different from a normal sport oh. where you usually you're just talking uh. about the player on the field. Yeah, okay. So what? So in a game like League of Legends, you are choosing... as a, You're on a team of five, but each of you is choosing one of maybe 100, 150 characters who you could... Uh, characters or champions you could play, right? So when they talk about the abilities and the movement and the speed and the stats, that's all the the, the, the champions. And that's like really kind of easy stuff because that's just book learning. What the difficult thing, what the skill is, is talking about the personality of the players, the actual human beings themselves. So that's kind of what you try and do when you, what they say, craft a narrative. So you're like, you know, this person is going through some family troubles or whatever. You probably wouldn't air that. That seems very personal. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, you like, you know, uh, this guy's got a leg injury or a hand injury or whatever. This guy is, you know, he's been jet lagged because he's been flying from yeah. North America with this tournament's incredible. This guy's kids aren't stuff. talking to him anymore. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> this, this guy's, <laughs> yeah. And and so that's the skill is knowing the personal details about the the actual human beings. Sure, like that. that's it, what makes it interesting. I hope mm. is there and, a, is the personalities there a, and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, like, like this guy likes to play aggressively. This guy's a you know, this guy's a wimp. This guy's a weeb. They often call people weebs. And what's weeb? Weebs are like people who obsess with Japanese culture. Oh, weeb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. But it's like I thought they were like, otakus, or is that yeah, a, yeah, it's thing? a similar kind of thing? All right, but it's um, it, it is pillow? synonymous with. King uh, has now moved from the stand up, uh, like the open mic night stool <laughs> position. <laughs> I just the, felt like I was you, talking. You're trying to get a commentary job, like a yeah, yeah. Now, but now, yeah, this is it. This is my pitch for League of Legends. <laughs> uh, the weeb is now sitting down, and his kids hate him. <laughs> is that what we do? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what we've done is we've put together with a, with the help of about forty of our our friends, most of whom have been guests on Hey Fam in the past. We've got everybody to vote for their best game of the year. We've got a top twenty list. Shag is the list master. Yeah, um, we're going to run through this top twenty list. Shag, does League of Legends appear on this list at all? Well, no, because I mean it probably <laughs> would appear every year, and I've seen a lot of uh, game writers put it on their list just because they're like, well, I still played and had some updates. Mm. But I had some rules for this list, and one of them was it had to be released in 2016. That makes sense. I you mean, what's, what's the list 20. of our rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. the Oscars would be still be giving it to Russell Crowe every year for, <laughs> for Gladiator if they didn't have rules. <laughs> you know, like, that's a fact. <laughs> the greatest acting performance of, of all time. time. <laughs> Russell Crowe and Gladiator. I don't know why I went there. <laughs> it's true, though. I do. Yeah, because <laughs> it's a great role. Yeah, it's I electric. think the screenplay for Goodwill Hunting would win every year as well. Like, <laughs> if it was Shakespeare in Love. Just, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare in Love But Goodwill Hunting Would be a runner up yeah. Every year Every year the camera Would cut to, to Ben and, and I Matt, Matt Damon And be like uh, Is it my No it's not my year Best mates mm. Best mate yeah uh, So uh, Without further ado Let's kick off this list um, So Explain the rules 
Shag, even though most people listening, the rules are irrelevant, really. We're just going to give you a top 20 list. But it was kind of fun putting this together. It was, it was super fun. And this is the sort of thing I enjoy because it's not work. So yeah. I have to put all my heart and it's soul and passion statistics into it. and statistics. <laughs> well, it is that there. But Data management. <laughs> I guess one of the things is it's like when I was thinking, when I was thinking about how I wanted to do a top 20 list, I didn't want to just, number one, get people to vote for one game because we wouldn't have enough people to get a, like a comprehensive sure. list. You know, you'd have too many doubles and you'd have too many of the same. Mm. I also didn't want to give people like that usual paradigm of like voting first, second and third because I think that's really difficult to do. Or even voting more than three is often quite, quite tough. So I thought I wanted to be flexible about it. So I give everyone six points, but then I tell them you have to vote for at least three games because that means you can't just be, fa- you can't just be lazy <laughs> So you have to think of at least three, but more any more than six and you're just throwing th- things mm. in. So mm. I think it's like a nice number where you have to make some difficult decisions, but you still include everything you played. And generally everyone in our group who votes, and there are a lot of dads who are notorious <laughs> for never shutting up about not being able to play video games. <laughs> not like I'm not talking about you, Labs. I'm talking about every other yeah, dad. I do that board. on my podcast. Thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that to his wife. <laughs> but three games I feel is definitely achievable, especially when you think about how much mobile games and how much you know, casual gaming and indie gaming yeah. has taken over the sort of game world. And I think I think that list reflects that so much this year, more than last year, definitely. Well, I think it's it's a really interesting list, especially considering last year with there were so many heavy hitters. This year, people were quite free to vote for some interesting choices. Shit, what we should have done is, is been organised enough to get the, the list from last year up. Ooh. I know Metal Gear Solid. But I remember one. number that was number one. Metal Gear yeah. Solid. And Witcher three was second. Was, yeah, it was number two, and they were very close. That was there was super only close. One vote, vote between. Yeah, them. I remember that. If I'd been in the group. Last year, yeah. I would have put that Witcher three over the top. It would have brought it in, but then no, he but wouldn't have voted a, again. You just like this year, you didn't shaking vote things year. up. Yeah, I know. You're I, so I abstain every obviously yeah. because it is the um, the cree of my people to observe and not intervene. <laughs> exactly. You fucking weave. And you know what? <laughs> the interesting thing about this list today, I reckon, is that last year Metal Gear Solid Five won. Yeah. Today, I finally finished that game. It oh took wow! Me that long to finish? How it. symbolic? It's it's a. But no, it is very symbolic. <laughs> Phenomenal game. I don't think number one this year is anywhere near as good. Well, as I don't no, think I don't as either. a whole, like... With this game, year, was a, this year wasn't a great year. Good. Movies okay. weren't as good. Mm. Music wasn't as good. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Music like, was great this year. getting older and our senses are dying? I, I think this was a music either. year. I think oh, so all yeah, you had, heavy you had Kanye, so I understand. Yeah, that, that did I, a lot. I, there was no equivalent of Future's album... Well, even though he put yeah, out Yeah, Future put out like nine albums this year. <laughs> no, none of them was good. And also there was no Jeremiah equivalent either. But there, but was, there was Drake. We, do we all disagree that Lemonade was good? Do there was Beyonce. Yeah, there was fine. There was Drake. Oh, Rihanna. Fine. There's everyone who is anyone. Guys, we already did a music year. episode right, that cool. no one asked for. <laughs> and probably no one listened to. You can cut this, but did I miss the meme episode of 2016? <laughs> so, okay, let's explain this. Oh, so yeah. that was really, really fun to put together. At the end of last year, um, Angus, myself and... Uh, Rowan Dix and Raph Did Dion, we do AKA. two podcasts in one day that day? Yeah, the meeting tree. That did. was like the greatest thing I ever heard. I loved it so We're doing much. it again. Uh, we, I was going to say, because the, the other night, so we did the best memes of 2015 episode. But then we're going to make the quarterly meme review <laughs> where we all met up every every uh, three months and would chat about the memes we've but seen. We, were, that, like, we record drunk quite a bit and I remember that being one of the most wasted I've ever been for a We hey were fam. already pissed when we showed up. Um, so I don't... Do we even talk about memes that much in that? Or was, was yeah, it was great. Yeah. Because now though... Like, 
the Opera House did like a live event the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, did like memes. A, and Pepe's harum. become the face yeah. of the old like, riot. Yeah, and like, yeah. I feel, like, and then and Buzzfeed did an article of yeah. like the best memes of twenty sixteen. No, memes are but done. I don't know if they're done. I don't. No, I think memes they're aren't waiting, done. They're memes waiting, are done. Meme coverage. Once Dan Alec hosts a panel on it, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> but meme, meme coverage, you know, I, I just feel like. You can get that anywhere now. No, but not with not not, the not with us in the media. <laughs> not like movie video, <laughs> like video game, game yeah. coverage. Anyway, sorry, that, that was All a right. diversion. For you, I Hing, for that. For you, I Hing, we'll do we'll do the best meme. Yeah, we've got to do it. We'll get those boys out again. The meaning the meaning are going to reform just for the best meme. Only, only if they episode. can promise that their business partner yells at us at the, again again oh, at the end, like last time. And we'll explain that when they come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> top twenty. We're going to start at the bottom. Yeah, and I think what's Interesting uh, about the bottom half of this list is even with the, my system, even with 23 voters and 31 games nominated, towards the back end, you get the games that were only nominated by one person, but they gave it two points. So, Oh, wait, before we do this, should we actually say what we actually voted for? Do you guys remember? Maybe we should say once it comes up. Because oh, it was a weird little system, how we, how we divvied up those points. Yeah, just I think just say... I gave this two points or whatever when it comes up. All right, yeah. we, don't wanna, we don't want we don't want to foreshadow too much. Yeah, it'll ruin the reveals. Yeah, we're, we're a good average man too. We could give away the ending. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> good sample. All right, let's start with <laughs> number twenty, sample. Shag. What was uh, number twenty? All right, number twenty was a three-way tie that I just couldn't get rid of. So, um, I <laughs> try no, as you might. No, because I mean, I'll, like when when there's a tie, I go to a couple of systems. First of all, if something gets voted by more than one person, it wins over something that gets voted by less people. Okay. And if someone, a lot of people can't help themselves and go, oh, I wanted to give this an honourable mention I give that as like a half point if, sure. if there's a tiebreaker uh, but the last five were all just voted two points by one single person I so I split the last three because they're all re-releases or remakes so That's Rise right. of the Tomb Raider on PS4 Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen re-released on PC in January and Zelda I think it was Twilight Princess yeah. HD. there was that HD so they were all top 20 wow they were all yeah right so I, I of, of those games I couldn't even I, I played Zelda, Zelda HD, but I, it was fine, I guess. I, I, I never it. loved that game to begin with, so I didn't vote for it. Yeah, it's, I don't think I voted for anything no Nintendo this year. No one ever decides. It was like the great Zelda game. Like it's 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 fantastic, and if most games were mm. like that, the world would be. It's really good. I, play, I, I suck about six hours into it, but I, I, will, I will finish it before this new one comes out because the mo- the more you level up the amiibo with that game, the better rewards they give you in the next Zelda game. You got that sweet incentive. Yeah. I mean, these Amiibos are going to be good for something (laughs) because I've got fucking 50 of them. Uh, Your Amiibos, they actually, you collect Amiibos, but your Amiibos collect dust and they're as obsessive about dust particles as you are Amiibos. (laughs) Um, All right. I haven't played Rise of the Tomb Raider. Did you play Rise of the Tomb Raider? I got it and then I immediately started it and I realized the last game I played before it was Uncharted 4 and I stopped playing it because I'm like I want to play a very different game in between and by all intents and purposes it's supposed to be a great game it's amazing great. it is it's it great is, but it is I found Uncharted 4 like it's such an emotional game it's all about it's like a it's, it's fan service and it's mm. so many like I don't know I played it for about four hours thought Rise of the Tomb Raider very good but I didn't encounter like a Crash Bandicoot moment as I'm calling it <laughs> and so I'm just like you know what it's pretty unfair of me to compare the it's not yeah. unfair to compare them, but I, I want to space my play out of it between it and Uncharted 4. Yeah, I think if you average out the series as well, I think Uncharted beats out Tomb Raider. Yeah. I, think, I think in terms of our hearts and minds I think of so. the past like, 20 years, I think Uncharted... Uh, Tomb Raider's had many more missteps than Uncharted has. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. granted it's like a franchise that's at least 12 years older, yeah, yeah. but Tomb Raider's had so many missteps, including adaptation, fi- yeah. film adaptations. Just wait for that new one, baby. <laughs> well, yeah, let's see what happens, right? 
but yeah, it's a great game. It handles well. It's awesome. But I was just like, it but, looks beautiful. Yeah, but well, see, I found Uncharted Four to be much better looking. Yeah, I think it looked very just average to me. Oh really? Yeah, I, I didn't like, think it looked I beautiful. Lara Croft. Yeah. <laughs> I like Lara Croft. Right <laughs> Michael Hing. Um, Put that on your next game game poster. <laughs> Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen. So that's a Capcom sort of real time RPG oh, wow. that was re released on Steam with, you know, that, like, because I'm not a PC user, but oh, I understand right. that, like, if you max things out on PC, even four year old games can look better than anything on a console. Mm, so I think beautiful. that's something that happened. And it has, like, a very small, dedicated fan base that seemed to be super So it's actually it. a Capcom game. Mm. Wow. Name and shame who voted for that. Or is um, this anonymous voting? Which I'm Alienware fanboy voted for? Uh, <laughs> it, no, it was. It was. It was someone, I don't know this person, Beck Crew. Oh, oh Beck Crew. That's Vitland's uh, girlfriend. Alex Vitland's girlfriend and yeah. uh, member, a girl within our group, Virtual Boys. Yeah. Very brave. <laughs> we have to rename it. <laughs> it's a safe space. Um, cool. So uh, over to number 19. Well, in fact, the next one again was, a, was an equal score. And I did hold off this list till the very end for a few notable releases. And I think one of these games is very lucky Mario Run oh, and Civilization great. 6. Okay, let's, I, let's talk about Civilization 6 really quick first. Right. Um, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played the others? Uh, I'm sure they're great. I don't know. No, you haven't. No, 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 yeah, no. Because no. well, no, there, there are two schools of thought, right? Right. The school of thought is the first one is I don't give a shit about civilization, and the more specific the school game of thought or is, the concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that called nihilism? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, give me that one of those. Uh, and the second school of thought is I don't give a shit about this specific iteration of it right. because it it adds a few different things. There's a lot of differences. I only just... play the odd civilizations. Yeah, right. And okay. odd world. Abe's <laughs> <laughs> odd world. Abe's yeah. Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> are you a player? Are you someone who knows this game? Go. Deep on civilization. So can I, I ask? Because for, as for my hot take, as from someone as an outsider, it looks like a board game you play with yourself. Yeah, that's the less fun way to do it. <laughs> uh, you, 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 you level. So the idea is you want to beat the computer on the hardest setting, right? And on the hardest setting, it's like it takes. I don't know. For me, it would take like nine months to finish this game, right? On the hardest setting, it would just be this arduous task forever. I've never been able to do it. I hate myself. What and how do you? What? What? what like what? What? What 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 does to beat the Met game mean? You conquer the world as like Civilization Six just gave me a stutter that I didn't know yeah. I had. <laughs> as like you know, you pick a civilization, you're like the Chinese or whatever, and you or whatever. And you, <laughs> They're you gonna the rule world. the world. We get it. <laughs> um, uh, but the what I much prefer is to get sort of six to eight friends and play like a six month game with yeah. them, and it's just you know backstabbing and intrigue and. Betrayal and so sadness was, and the breaking up of friendships and what yeah. was the window from the last civilization to this one? Oh, it'd be a couple of years. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be three or four years. The the big upgrade in this one is that the way you plan out your cities matters. Whereas before, it just kind of automatically did it all for you in mm-hmm. the actual. Whereas now you've got to plant out where things go. So it's, prefer it's, that. Oh, it's just much more complicated. It's yeah. good. It's it's good if you were play if you played the first five. Okay. But if you were just coming straight to six, I think you'd find it very difficult. Sure. So where does six stand against all the other civilization games? Uh, I think two is considered the best. What I about think. by you? By by me, two is considered the best. Mm-hmm. Six would be probably second or third. Okay, cool. Five. Five so this, very, would, very would this be, would, would you have voted for this? Should, would oh, you? No, 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 no. It's a great game, but it does not come close to the top three or four. All yeah. right. Games Let's talk about Mario Run. Uh, <laughs> when the fuck is Mario Run up? Hit <laughs> <laughs> up now. Uh, so last week I voted before Mario Run came out, and uh, I, both of us spent a great deal of... It came out 
It was meant to come out. I was, I was hoping I could, I could literally leave the cinema after seeing Rogue One, <laughs> and and Mario One would be up, um, and and it wasn't. It took a, about thirty hours later um, for it to actually come out. These fucking Nintendo weebs. <laughs> Uh, but uh, when it finally came out, this, this is Nintendo's first proper mobile game mm. starring old mate Mario. Um, it's a game that you can play with one hand. The only only thing you need to do is tap when you want Mario to jump. Mm. Uh, since it's come out, I have played this game while feeding my child. <laughs> I played it while Take that, while dogs. brushing my teeth. <laughs> I've played it uh, literally while brushing your teeth. Yeah, yeah, quite a Take few that times. Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think the I've never seen a game. With that's come out like we're quite used to seeing games that come out on the app store and they're pretty good at first but they just get better and better and better I think coming out the gate I mean, there is controversy because this is free to get a meet like, to begin with, but then if you want to unlock the full game, it costs fifteen bucks Australian or mm. ten bucks US. Still, the cheapest Nintendo game, yeah, exactly, in over a yeah. hundred years. But I've never, I've never seen a, 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 a game on the app store with this that's this polished immediately. Yeah, and. I'm so excited for this game to grow. It really is a, like, you know, without getting the fanfare playing behind. It's, like, really a new era of mobile gaming when, like, Nintendo make a first-party game for this. And it's just, yeah, the level of sheen and polish, like, even down to the menus. It's, like, so many... Like, the, the beauty of the App Store was, you know, it was, like, a place for developers and indie people to make games and have people... Like, there were so many success stories. That was a model, but that kind of era I can see is almost closing up now and you know these massive companies who have been very proud of their uh, gated communities like Nintendo <laughs> who you must own every con- you must mm. own the console to play the- a game so we mm. make the fact that they've just acquiesced and they're like no we're putting it on like the, the most powerful smartphone on the market like Mario Run is technically the most powerfully run Nintendo game like it doesn't Mario look, it doesn't look anywhere near as good as uh, the 3DS or, or Wii versions of this same game though oh totally way better than the 3DS it's in HD like no no I don't, but I don't think it like uh, th- like there there are you know like the, the, the background for example is flat and yeah the, sure there are, there are little but things that you expect from Nintendo technically it is like the best running Nintendo sure. game and mm. it has you know it, it's online always it's part of a better OS than any Nintendo consoles ever had it's crazy, and it's—I don't know—I think it's the start of something huge. Like in two years, we'll be talking about the Zelda on iPhone. We'll be talking about the Star Fox and stuff. IPhone. Animal Crossing like, first. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is a true thought I was having today while playing Metal Gear Solid. Where's my passport? Snake, <laughs> 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 where's my passport? But I was—if—if if you're not familiar with that game, uh, the main Listen character. To every episode of this podcast. <laughs> But the main then, character's missing an arm. And something you said, I thought that was really possible, like really important. It's like, for people yeah. who can't necessarily use both hands to play a game, games like Mario Run are super important where they have depth, but you still only need one hand to play with. But on the other hand, I find Nintendo first-party games so boring. And I think these Mario games are like FIFA. They're all so similar. It's like I downloaded it, I started playing it. <laughs> wow. It just like, That's a great take though. I just did not care. Yeah. Like, it's just the same thing. But it's do you like, platforming games in general I do I really do and like you'll see like one of my top rated games is number two and it's a platformer and I think you can do good things with it but (laughs) anyway that's just how I feel about it I kind of thought the the $15 price point being controversial is really interesting in I don't know if this is like boring game talk no this is what this podcast is all about baby (laughs) sometimes (laughs) but the way Nintendo Nintendo's previous 
real like kind of uh, like flirting with smartphone games was Pokemon Go, right? Which is massive me, me Tomo, which they had which nothing to do with too. <laughs> yeah, but it's just their IP. Yeah, success, their IP. Yeah. They own a third of the IP. It's yeah. Game Freak. No, Pokemon Company owns it, which is owned by Game Freak, Nintendo, and another third Japanese company. Yeah. I can't remember. Toshiba or something. I don't know. It's probably some. Yeah, it's some, some company that was. I think was like, made just to oh, be right, part just of it. to house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So and then that's a, a free game that has just like made them millions and millions of dollars. Because people have bought money on spent money on candies and stuff, right? Yeah, that type of game. I was reading today like average person who has spent maybe like forty dollars on that game, <laughs> like which is way more than that asking price. It's because like, for example, my girlfriend would have spent forty bucks on that game because yeah. she hasn't bought a game. Yeah, and so this is this is her her budget for this year is forty bucks on games. It's all going to Pokemon. Spread over six months. Yeah, like, whereas like very my different. budget for game is games is like thousands of dollars. Yeah, but you know I'm not going to spend on Pokemon Go, right? So what yeah. they did is tap into this market, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff, right? But with Mario, what they were trying to do is like, right, we need to find a price point which is below our usual $100 offering or $80 mm-hmm. offering, right? But we want it to... Uh, somewhere between that and like the $3 iPhone game, right? So they've decided to pick 15 bucks, which I think is way too high. I'm not saying the game's not worth it. I'm saying that I wouldn't be surprised if this facts, like the figures come out and it's just a, it's a flop. Like, because I can't imagine my girlfriend spending 50 bucks, 15 bucks on this and that's the market they're trying to tap into because I'm always going to people I know have like not paid for it yeah, and, and yeah, yeah if like, you look at um the reviews on the iTunes store like it's only got two and a half stars and every single negative review is like I can't believe it's 15 bucks fuck this give me the full game for free I've, <laughs> I've spent 15 bucks and I've enjoyed it I haven't finished it some of the later levels quite hard haven't got through them yet but I would not I, I just can't see this being a, a success in terms of commercial success because I don't think 50, I think fifteen bucks was just too high. Yeah. Even in the US, ten bucks seems too high. Like four. Australia is getting rorted absolutely yeah. in terms of it. Like we do for any, everything yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, we make more money over here. <laughs> yeah. We do admit it. Like it, cash money. Yeah. Um, Speak for yourself. I just yeah. think it, to me, no, it's, like, the, yeah, the average, it's just the perfect two. mobile game. Like there have been very few. I was going to go into award rate, award wage rates for Hing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for well, cutting well, me off. Okay. Well, what about like if would you rather this game rather than Nintendo releasing a version of the original Super Mario on Yeah, because I've played that. Like, it's a 30-year-old game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, like... like you don't that. want retro I, games from Nintendo. No, I don't want retro games. Because like, the, I can play those. See, and, I and having that, that fake D-pad on your, on your phone is it's never satisfying. Yeah. Whereas I find that. the controls so responsive and the, and the, 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 game the cool new tricks that too. Mario does. <laughs> the cool new tricks that... that yeah, Lep is one of the uh, like, Mario clones you can find on the App Store. The App Store is full. Like, since the iPhone came out, it was full of Mario clones from day one. And people want to play Mario. Digital D-pad, I mean, you've lost a quarter of your screen already yeah you've lost all that real estate you yeah. need the depression of the buttons you have like no, those like, games what they are, call it haptic feedback where you yeah, can't feel it it's just not mm-hmm. the same and sorry you say I'm again. just saying like, like, like with they've kind of added all these new little tricks to Mario's repertoire like you know like he can like vault over enemies and then mm. if you press it again while he's vaulting over an enemy he does like a jump and then he can spin and can float slowly mm. to the ground if you hold keep your phone your finger held to the phone there are all these like weird little intricate things that like you know you just kind of teach yourself as you play more and yeah. more. And the main part of the game... Oh, the narrative of Nintendo levels is second to none. Like, a mm. Mario platform with the narrative that that level tells you about, like, the way they'll put an object somewhere that the skill set you have... Oh, how you, have you to, learn about... How you learn about. Like, yeah. Nintendo's second to none of that with yeah. ev- without ever having text on screen telling yeah. you what to do. Like, they're, they're like fine, fine symphonies that are on par <laughs> with, like, Beethoven. Like, they're opening... <laughs> their Mario 1-1 levels are, like, some of the most beautiful, most um, precise gaming things question, ever. Question for the panel. 
Oh, uh, good. My neighbor's drumming. <laughs> oh, amazing. It's a djembe. No, guess was, it's a three year old. Everyone's hands right now. And I was like, I can't see anybody making noise. It, I don't understand where it's He is from. legit three years old and got a drum kit and plays at crazy times. And I'm all for it because it's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but if, awesome. But if this was a 33 year old man, it'd be oh, infuriating. I'd be like, yeah, pissing d- through my floorboards, hoping that it um, destroy the his panel. drums. In the game uh, Super Mario Run, yes. how do you kill the ghosts? Because I don't oh, know how to do that. I know that. how. You flip over them. So you, you know there's. <laughs> Of course you do. So there's an arrows that if you jump while you stand on the arrows, it propels you. It sends you forward. You do that while jumping backwards. backwards. You time it. And if you flip over successfully, then you get them. I too had a very similar question a week okay. ago. Okay. It's 11. So I was like, how do you kill the guys? And then I, I figured out. I'm then, you, don't, you don't actually like... Because the cool thing is the more enemies you kill, you then level up the enemies. Which is new for Mario. There's leveling. Yeah, you level enemies. up the yeah. enemies instead of yourself. And, and then, yeah. then when you kill the enemies again, you Paper get Mario more coins wish. from them. Because the bulk of the game, these main levels, they're not actually the main... Like that, You'll you'll get through them. And then, and then with each time, you've got to try and fight five coins in the level and then it unlocks five different colored coins in the level and then it unlocks a third five different coins they know it's a mobile game you get all those coins coins. you then unlock a a pipe that you can put in your like hometown and then you can access a really really difficult level there's so many different things but that's even the main part of the game the main crazy part of this game is Toad Rally um, which is you versed other players and they're ghosts, so to like speak. They're and ghosts. They're, they're, ghosts you, you go against ghosts one of their Ghosts have been around since like Mario, Mario Kart. Like, exactly. you know, you can have someone save data, you see how they went, you race against it. And this was something I thought I would not be interested in at and all. It, and it is so fucking well done. <laughs> and like, you basically, you, you compete, you try and get more coins and you also try and do more weird tricks. jumps and tricks and vaults and stuff like that to impress the toads from the Mario <laughs> Kingdom and the more toads that come out to like congratulate you and watch you run they move to your kingdom and then the more toads you steal you have, them off another person yeah, like a real person so you're trying to get like currently Angus has fucking 1800 toads which is I've uh, never seen you beat <laughs> Louis McCurdy in a, in a mobile game yeah I've had the honour of doing that with Marvel Sum so, sorry with uh, Disney Sum Sum yeah. this year but uh, and I know he plays that like I think this is fi- like Mario Run has finally stopped him from playing it his yeah, entire it day. Has. But uh, but yeah, you, you, Angus is tr- currently beating Louis McCurdy and me, and n- to no one's surprise, Tommy Dasselow. <laughs> <laughs> I just got hooked. It was it's a perfect mobile game. I should, like, I I'm should point out there. that Tommy's beating me at the moment. However, I got to say I feel a bit bad because I played it. In a way, you're not supposed to. I took out like two hours of a day the other day and just stayed in bed playing it nonstop. And I felt betrayed because it's like you're supposed to play it on the train. You're supposed to play it eating an apple. So. Does that not sound like a game that's worth fifteen bucks, though? Oh, totally. This, I have, totally. this game is worth. I would. I would pay fucking sixty full price for this game. This he is what I think so it. funny. Like, I feel like, and even though I don't enjoy it, I feel like this <laughs> game is creating almost a new genre of games that of mobile games it's like that the are worth. Mobile games. Yes, but, but, yeah. but and you just have to like. It's one of those things where, of course, like all the early reviews are going to be two and a half stars. But mm. give it time, and like judging by your passion, I feel like it's only going to. It's only going to grow. The best thing about it will be the updates. Like they've updated today with a new feature, which we we're just talking about beforehand. Um, doesn't matter what the feature is, but it's just like Nintendo actively doing updates for something. It's all these new things, new territory for them, mm-hmm. and I am just like, I'm pumped. Did you did you buy the uh, the Christmas things to put in your town? The Christmas tree oh, yeah, and the I Mario did. Snow I got both of them. I got, have you seen how much money I've got in that game? <laughs> <laughs> so are you putting real money? Into no, no, sorry, no. There's no, there's no oh, way you can. Once you pay the fifteen exactly. bucks, all yeah. you can put in. They've yeah. said they hate uh, pay as you play uh, and freemium uh, games, and it's see. pretty much. You know, it's 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 the in rainbows. It's the first of its kind to kind of be like, <laughs> yep. we will offer updates yeah. and we'll offer new levels, new worlds. But so it's, it's a gamble for Nintendo. If they can pull this off, 
game yeah. changer. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't flop. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah it's just I cannot imagine. They've got the power of Apple behind it, which is huge too. Yeah. Like Apple, if you open up the App Store now, is every tile is devoted to that. Store, it's number one, and yeah, every right. tile is like Mario. Finally. Are you not in trade chat? I know. I will probably go back into it. I think it's interesting. I've never seen the App Store do a save the date. This no, it's the first time they've done a notification. Like maybe a week before, it was the only thing I could see when I opened the App Store, and I couldn't buy it. I couldn't. You couldn't buy any other. It literally took you to a like just a single screen with no input that said it's coming out in a week. It's insane. And Nintendo and Apple are such perfect partners as well. Like they are as idiosyncratic in their ticks and their proudness as each one another and I think it's such a perfect pairing. But as we keep going, I yeah, am true. going to completely disagree with you on the fact that it's the perfect mobile game. But let's go to number 17, a very controversial choice. Two people gave this one point each, No Man's Sky. <laughs> oh wait, so all it takes is two no votes to get into this top 20? Into, into the top, like, That's amazing. you see as you get to the top 10, the top 10 is very solid. But the top 20, look, 23 voters, even with 23 voters... Getting a solid top 20, you're going to have a lot of personal choices in the lower half. For sure, half. yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, No Man's Sky, um, I thought was like fine. But you, you've said that, well, that's what this game is. It right? was, I, it's No Man's Sky, yes. It's No Man's Sky. Um, yeah, so I, I played it for maybe like four hours. Um, the first day I loaded it up, it was like perfectly okay. And then I just got overwhelmed with like stinking hot takes from everyone set, telling me it was terrible. <laughs> And um, like even though I even if I hadn't read all these hot takes, I still probably I got to a point like I got I I, went, I visited three planets. I leveled up my ship a few times. I kind of got annoyed that you can't carry heaps of things in your inventory at once. Mm. And I was like, this is cool, I guess. Like you know, if, if I was a guy that had heaps of spare time and not two children, I would have uh, probably played more of it. But it was just one of those games that didn't didn't hook me. But I did not think it, it should have been as hated as, as it was. I think that has to do so much with the way it was marketed beforehand too. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's at all the developer's fault as as much as it also is Sony's fault. <laughs> like, yeah. in a way, no, like, seriously, it was touted as, like, this big, crazy event that's it should never been, been a game. Like, it should have just been an indie game on exactly. this game and everyone could have discovered have it. it as an indie, and as an indie if game, people yeah. discovered it and it was word of mouth, that's the best thing that could have happened. But even then, the... I can't believe... Put Lep in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it needs more lap. I was surprised lap. with lap. how taken people were by the marketing. Because the whole thing was there are an infinity of procedurally generated planets. Yeah. And I was like, like my first reaction to that is just like, well, that's going to be boring. Yeah. Because yeah, sp- no one likes spore. generated, like it's yeah. just an it's algorithm. Spore. It's spore, seriously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so true. Hing is they never lied. That's so like true. They, they, and, and everyone just got on with like, no, this is going to change my life. This is the best game. It's like, Nah, like, they told you what it was going to be. There's no you, danger. Like, you there's... thought it was going to fill that hole in your heart, but it can't because it's not. Yeah, you know. It, yeah, a tech demo. I th- as a tech demo, I think it's great. Yeah, I, yeah, totally. And I enjoyed you know 30 hours of this game, but well, you played 30 hours of it. Yeah, well, I played maybe 20, and I played hours. 10 since the update. Okay, and know. the update's the one where you can build, build bases. bases and stuff. Yeah, which is and really does, cool. it, does it add a lot to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real cool. Well. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as Flight Bases, right? So that's Basically. another game in this list that you've played. Is it, is it in your top three? No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I've played a lot of games I haven't enjoyed. I mean, I've enjo- I enjoyed... I, I played it out of sympathy, really, because it was getting so much hate, and I was enjoying it. And then, I don't know if you've talked about this on the pod before, but uh, the, 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 the meme in the group was that 
uh, comedian Stuart Dom was very annoyed that this game was not FIFA. <laughs> no, so so <laughs> we had I started that horrible joke, and it was it was it's funny. if we if we go with best jokes within our very uh, ins, uh, insulated, insulated one, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, um, you know in, inside our Facebook group that was probably the most prominent. And it was the one definitely I the most, the most replay value as well. Uh, but Stuart Dolman, who has been a guest on Hey Fam, uh, when we got to the point, we spoke about FIFA with we him spoke on about it as video well. games. He was like, "Yeah, I love FIFA." I mean, Angus, you could have heard us. Well, like, I'll I just think go, you called. I think uh, I want to say the word normie cunt I'm yeah. pretty sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's something you threw around the yeah. fam, uh, studio and, and like yeah uh, <laughs> it's like really hurt when you compared first party Nintendo games to FIFA Shag because <laughs> I just find I find FIFA like the opposite of why I would FIFA ever is play the worst ethical game. run company too on the planet like Nintendo <laughs> is such a beautiful ancient yeah. like game making company but really but that's like They've just made the same nah. three games. Okay, oh, Shag, we, we're going to do this. I want to do this. Uh, but it's Sunshine has flood on his back. It's different. <laughs> I, I have. I, I want to do a, a, a special next year where yourself and we mentioned him earlier, a friend of ours, Alex Vitlin, who um, runs a, a, a label called New Albion. Um, you guys are two of the most passionately anti Nintendo friends I have, and I would. And Hing, I'm sure you're not. You're not far behind. Are you? Are you no, pro- I love a Nintendo game. Okay. I love a Nintendo. I, 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 I love. I love Smash. I'll play a lot of Smash. Okay, I'll play sweet. a lot of yeah. Um, but I would love to do like a day where I try and get you guys hooked on, like you know, some games that I've loved in the last 10 years that Nintendo put out. Well, I am totally taken by the Switch. I love everything about that. Wow. Right. Uh, I love the I love I'm the hilarious I'm skeptical about that as well. I'm skeptical about the Switch. No, it's everything I want in a game. No, cuz I want to play a proper game. Like, you got to remember when the Wii U came out, everyone was really excited that the game No, 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 one, no one was excited. But no everyone was, excited. was like, what is anyone going to use Wii U for? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Angus wasn't even excited. He just got just one like, cuz uh, he felt like he had to. <laughs> yeah, as a Nintendo fanboy, I'll go one, but even then I was just like, this is a disaster. Like, <laughs> this isn't gonna. Go I love well. it. I, I will look. I will remember that gamepad very fondly. I won't. It, it was a, like a dust magnet. And I don't mean the fact that I didn't use it much. Like, it was made out of some horrible plastic. <laughs> Just static plastic. Yeah, it was made out of some very horrible plastic. What is the number one thing though? About the one more and worst thing about going on a plane flight is the fact that you have to leave whatever AAA yeah. game you're playing on PS4. Dump yourself eight hours. You ain't getting a AAA game on. on the hey, Switch, look, but. they've got Skyrim from like what eight years ago, so they've got something. <laughs> it won't be it won't be Skyrim. It'll be like Ground Rim. <laughs> It'll be like really scaled back. <laughs> it's the remaster that just came out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's a AAA this year. Technically, it's a re-release. <laughs> Um, yeah, but the switch, a whole bunch of like weird new things. Um, yeah, VR. Yeah, they, they, apparently they, they, they've they've have Pat- patents like, were shown recently for like a helmet a that, you, of... that you put the switch thing in, and it's mm. and it's Nintendo doing VR. They, they also released a bunch of stats on that today on uh, on uh, the Nintendo Switch, and apparently the processing power cuts significantly as you would expect when you're using. Then you remove it. that's right the frame yeah. rate drops, yeah, yeah. stuff like which, that. Which I, I guess you'd kind of expect because you're not. It's running like, do it you want a thirty minute version of a four K yeah. game, or yeah, do you yeah. want an eight hour version of a seven twenty p game yeah, exactly. at thirty frames? Like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Yeah, picky battles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Take a shorter flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly to Canberra from Sydney, then you can get four K. Um, one more thing I just want to say this About No Man's Sky Because I did play it For mm. like two hours I, I had a two hour run as well I thought it was one of the worst games I've ever played in my life And I thought It felt like If you booted up Like Grand Theft Auto But there were no missions There was no story <laughs> And you couldn't interact With everything And no radio you stations just run around the world That's yeah. what it felt like I was yeah. just like What is the point of this I like, had just moved house And that's a reason why I guess I didn't have internet For two months Which was doesn't sound that bad But it was pretty bogus And made me miss out On like a lot of 
things and have very expensive phone bills. But the day I moved in and our internet was connected, I started to download the game. And my I was just taken to a horrible world, which was like zero oxygen, 90% acid rain. And I was just walking for about 10 meters and would die. Walk, and I was like... <laughs> I get it, but it's also fucked. Like again, I was saying <laughs> the, the the beautiful symphony, the symphonic sounds of a Mario One One yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not this, and I get that There's was no the point yeah, that yeah. there was no uh, beautiful narrative. The harsh randomness of the universe. Did, did you yeah. get? And off And I'm like, the you know planet? what? God need there needs to be a designer. Like yeah, yeah. I, there needs did to. Did you be... get off the planet that you started on? No, because I didn't give a shit. I was just like, <laughs> just I don't care. Two hours on the in, in acid rain. <laughs> Seriously, you would walk. You'd walk in game 100 meters and then die. And then walk in game 100 meters and then die. And but I was walking like, around. There's no, there's no enjoyment to it. I got off the planet and then I went to another planet. And I was like, oh wow, I have to do this all again. Yeah. Whatever, like 11 million times. Mm. No thanks. So, it just sounded awful. I, I loved whizzing through the through the universe. And that was cool. I thought that was great. That was great. And then like you know when you finally get to a level and then the planet goes like whoosh in front of you. Good fun. So uh, closing thought. I don't know if anyone else has any thoughts on this, but one thing I will say about No Man's Sky is the whole point of it was. Other people exist in the world, but you will never meet them. I thought a way they could have made this game like 10 out of 10, the best game would be if you could split screen it and play it with a mate. Because that would have been fucking sick, being able to like golden eye around a planet and, you know, that way they don't have to like worry about like instancing in and out of like other people's internet connections and stuff. If you could just split screen and play with a mate, yeah, and you could and like you hunt both. each other yeah, on the planet totally. and mm. like that would have been fucking cool. And it's another thing they didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Worst game ever ruined my life. <laughs> All right, we that takes us to another equal, the last equal of it, equal 15. <laughs> two games I don't think we'll spend too much time on. Super hot. Speak for yourself. And Fire Emblem Fates. Uh, I don't even know what There was. were two versions of that game. But super hot. It, I've got super hot. Super okay, hot is you got a super hot take. unbelievable. Yeah, Did you super hot. This? this is your vote. Uh, I think it was a runner-up for me, so unfortunately didn't get didn't get a vote. But uh, this is uh, recommended to me by a, a past AFM guest, Jonathan Valenzuela. Um, super hot is. I believe he actually gave it to me for my birthday, so thank you to John for that. Uh, super hot is a game that I played on Steam. Um, and uh, how do you gift a Steam game? Oh, you can just straight up just you, you can gift it to someone. Okay, I get it. I realized as soon as I finished that sentence, so <laughs> <laughs> it is not the like, 1900s. If, if you use the code HeyFam, you pay ten percent more. My favorite <laughs> running joke from uh, Steel Wars. Um, but uh, Super Hot is a first person shooter where the enemies only move when you do. Oh, I know the one now. And so the, the, the design scheme is like only pretty much like white and red. All the, all the players, like all your enemies are red. It was a VR it. thing when it first came out, right? Wasn't when they oh, no, it, it's there. going to be a VR it's game. It's going to There's be a VR, VR version, but it's an entirely new game. Um, so the, the but the, the version I've played, uh, like you know, you basically like you, you can find you can pick up a handgun, you can only fire three bullets from it, and then you've got to th- then you can throw it, then you've got to find someone else's um, weapon. So pretty much, you can punch someone, they throw their weapon up the air, you you pick it up, you shoot them, but th- like they only move when you do. So you've got to get from one end to the other. It's really really cool. It's unlike any game I've ever played before, and it's you know relatively short experience. But um, as you get, I'm towards the end of the game, and the levels are very very hard. And uh, I don't love playing games on my laptop. Mm. I played I played the bulk of this on on a flight, but I just don't like playing games on my on my laptop. I think it's mm. a bit shit. But if you'd played this on a separate on, on a different experience, you think this would have made it? Yeah, or? this would be such a great uh, PS4 game. Yeah, um, I don't understand why it hasn't come to everything. But yeah, I, I highly recommend Super Hot One. But like you know, if the best PC game I played this year, but I only played maybe two. <laughs> uh, well, Fire Emblem. Uh, yeah, the, which, if this is Fates, right? This is Fates, yeah. Yeah, so this is, 
I think there's there's been like twenty of these games, or like fifteen or something. So right? Fire Emblem is a game. Yeah, it started on the on the NES list, NES, but yeah. it, it was the first few were only in Japan. They didn't actually come out in Australia, and they're a probably their introduction with Smash Brothers real time strategy mm. game. In here. Yeah, it's it's like a, it's like yeah, a, it's, but the, it's all the, tactics. This is the whole thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the, what I, I I played this one for work and. The big thing for and me it was the was first this. Fire Emblem you ever yeah, played. Yeah, right. Played. Sure. And they released it with another one. It was like a sister. It was like a Sun and Moon. It's actually situation, three games wasn't it? in one. Fire yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So it's, I can't remember exactly the storyline, but there's some sort of revolution going on. You got to pick a side, and then you are kind of controlling armies and, the, and whatnot. But the big thing for me is that characters can die permanently. Yeah, permadeath. And you get really attached to characters, and you can be like 40 hours in, and then like your best friend just cops it, and, and then you can't. Yeah, that's crazy. It. And it's like really full on. So I was very emotionally affected by this game. Again, a game that would not have made my top list. But, you know, still, I, I did play a lot of it. Yeah. And it was I, really I've, emotionally affected. Who I, makes I, it I with Nintendo? It's like a... Mm. Atlet? No, who, who publishes it? I couldn't tell you. But uh, I, I, I played two of the DS games of Fire Emblem. <clears throat> I finished one of them. Uh, and then I bought another one. I was like, man, that was so good. I can't wait to play another one. And there wasn't enough. It was like that, it was that classic mm. Nintendo not really making enough changes to it, to mm-hmm. a, someone who wasn't a diehard fan to actually care too much about it. But it is a good game to kind of revisit. Intelligent systems Intelligent, and yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. Um, but this is huge. It's like one of the most beloved Nintendo franchises now. Yeah, it's mm. huge. Enormous in Japan. Uh, next. All right. Uh, number 14. And from here on in, there are no more equals. So uh, number 14. And one of my votes, I gave this two points, is uh, Pokemon Go. Yep. Ooh. I gave this no votes. I, I would have also given this no votes. I felt this game was uh, empty and not a Pokemon game. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a really, really good idea that um, crashed way too much for me to actually bother playing it. Yeah, I think... I thought, again, the commercial was brilliant and I spent a lot of time playing this game. Like, I got quite competitive with a group of friends and it wasn't a traditional game in the sense where, you know, it did... Make you like I think what it did was huge. I think in terms of phenomenons, it, there's nothing bigger than it this year. Yeah. Um, it was incredible in that regard, and I think it was you know even in it, when it was released, I was, it was already quite primitive in the way it worked. And however, I think it's quite it's going to be huge. It's a milestone for where AR games that use um, it was the most GPS inescapable game of 2016. Yeah, yeah. I I it almost I almost gave it a point just out of sheer respect for it and. <laughs> The fact of what it did for gaming and blurred the lines between, like, see, that's a perfect. It is if that game was made better and came with everything that it is in it now, that would be like a perfect mobile experience. Mm. And, and no, it still needs trading versus like all the stuff that Just was promised. Would to, be great. Well, yeah, see, I enjoyed the aspects of I enjoyed was like catching the Pokemons and going around and finding all the Pokestops in my area. There's a lake near my house and there were Pokestops all around the area, all around the lake. So I ran around that lake a few times, which was cool. I actually lost like a kilo. It was cool. Very good fun. But then I, uh, it just crashed too much for me to give a fuck about. And when I got to a decent level, I was like, cool, I'm going to hit those gyms where you battle the Pokemon. Everyone's OP there. You get destroyed. And, yeah. like, and I was just like, this sucks. And, and, yeah. it, and it just felt so counterintuitive. You just tap, 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 tap for it to mm. do anything. And it was just, I don't know. Shag, you're the one who actually voted for this game, so we should probably let you explain. No, no, that's no. Good. Next one. I, f- I kind of feel like everything you said is really interesting, and even still, it's like I I still consider it one of the greatest games of the year and one of the most important games of the last few years, purely because, I mean, when we talk about mobile games, it's like, what is a mobile? It's mobile, and it also has GPS, and yeah. it used those two features, and that's why I feel like even though that Mario game's interesting, it's really regressive, for that point that it's just a screen experience where it's like this game had me 
on my lunch hours going for walks around to catch Pokemon. Yeah. Mm. This game had me walking home from work so I would build up those step meters so I would, you know, like hatch eggs. But then say I was doing that and having said that, then the egg wouldn't hatch and it wouldn't appear and like it was so buggy that I'd be like, great, I've just wasted an afternoon. And but I don't think that was everyone's experience and when I think about one of the things you said, Hingers, which I think is really interesting about, you know, like casual gamers and what they spend money and things yeah. on. This introduced a whole new generation of people who don't play games to grinding. Yeah, which I think is no, but when you think <laughs> yeah. about it, it's like yeah. how important is that? And how Pidgey grinding is that something? Yeah. Pidgey grinding was crazy. It's the sort of thing that people who don't like video games pay you out about. It's like, oh, so you're just going to keep going through the same dungeon yeah. to get slightly better equipment? It's like, yeah, of course I will. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like everybody did that. Like, and yeah. everybody kind of enjoyed that. And like that thing you said, it's like I feel like this ma- this game made me fit. This game got me outside. But then in the way that it connected people, it's like I felt like I could talk to my uh, girlfriend's half brother who's. About all the Pokemons he had, and we'd talk about stuff and like little things like that. It was like it was it was a moment, and yeah, like the mechanics kind of sucked, battling sucked, but I still found it enjoyable, and it was enjoyable for the way it was like a book. It was like enjoyable for the way that all the things outside of the game that it made me do. Uh, there was that great week where <clears throat> every single person outside. Was yeah. had their phone in front of their face. Yeah, like this dystopian nightmare. And like, like it was and, great. Yeah, and also just like there, there, there was like stories all over the world of like councils having to like send cops out. Oh, to like roads, shut down, like, roads in yeah, roads in Sydney. It was uh, that 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 you counted on it. Like the market penetration of this. So a, a game will usually be recognized by like what you know one in ten, one in fifty, one in hundred people, right? Yeah. The market penetration of this was something like eighty five percent in crazy. America, which is crazy. That means Fuck. like eighty five out of hundred people were like, "Oh, Pokemon Go, I've heard of that." Wow. That includes like people like my grandmother knew what it was. Like it's insane. Totally. I think yeah. socially it was the most important game of the year, hands down. Like, and I agree. Like, I think it meant it. I, it just was. If it was that trailer that was first shown, it, it would it would be bliss. And unfortunately, well, again, it was. <coughs> It, it deserves way more flack than No Man's Sky got for deli- releasing something that wasn't as well made or finished. I no think. way. But it no was also free. It was Never. free. It was so, free also. Yeah. I just I, I loved it. Trust me. I sunk hours into it. But I've never had like such a get turned off it. Well, it t- actually turned as quick as any other game. It would drain my, my drain my <laughs> old phone's battery in like an hour. Like I was catching light rails at lunch from where I worked to go to destinations just to try and mm. catch new things. Man, like the night before light rail, everybody. Light oh yeah, rail. No, you've got to be. If you knew it, yeah, I was getting to where Google's offices was. Basically, it was the quickest way from where I worked. So I heard there was Pikachu there. Uh, there wasn't. It was a stupid lie. It was ridiculous. Uh, man, like the moments of everyone out. Like the night I had to go to work at Splendor in the Grass this year, and normally the night before Byron Bay's this huge, huge party. The, the the Thursday night before the festival kicks off on the Friday. This year, me and our photographer and a bunch of people, we walked around Byron for four hours catching... And Louis, actually. <laughs> it was me, Louis McCurdy, former guest, and uh, Triple J host, and our photographer. We walked for four hours, said no to every AAA event we got invited to, industry gig, and we just went catching Pokemon, running gyms, and like speaking to people from all over the world who would come. And it was probably one of the greatest like gaming experiences this year for me. I but those so experiences cool are way better than the game that. itself. No, yeah. no, I'm I'm basing my points on the games, not like the 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 I, like to me as a game. The game even stunk then. Like I was losing stuff and things weren't working and the impossible tracking, which was such a problematic thing. Like for people who actually have like jobs and stuff. Like if you're the fact that we only got tracking within the last few weeks blows my mind out. That it would show you where something was. 
it's just I wish we got all that up front and I know why server space was an issue and stuff but I just don't think that was good enough like mm. we needed that but the experiences I had far are far better than any moments I had within the game itself but then I'm like do you attribute that to the game I don't know I'm confused now it's, it's an important game it belongs on this list uh, totally it wasn't I, my favourite but it belongs Alright, so number 13 Yeah, we're like an hour in and we're already at 13 <laughs> <laughs> We'll get there Alright, number 13, Oxenfree Do you guys play Oxenfree? It's I on, I, I, I bought it on the PS4 store It is waiting for me to play it eventually Maybe if my kids get like sent to boarding school I can play it <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're starting a uh, GoFundMe It's Sam Levin's kids to boarding send school my t- Send my four-month-old daughter to boarding school I'm just looking She's at Oxenfree She's got to learn now. <laughs> oh, I know Oxen Free. It was like, it was like a it's point a, it's and an adventure. Game, I, I you played it? Yeah. yeah, I played it. It's cool. It's it's not. It's actually not that long. You could get through it. It's quite good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's very story heavy. It's about sort of a group of teenagers who go to an island for this party, and then weird shit happens. The story's really cool. It's really clever. Best part about it is, and I don't want to give it away, is what they do with the end game because you realize in the end game that you've actually been interacting with other players who are playing the game. But the whole thing was played like this story, and like so it's similar to like Journey. Did, did you? Yes. When, when mm, you, yeah. those people you're interacting with, you thought they were just randomly generated mm. things, but they were actually other players. Yeah. Oh, that was really great. Yeah. So um, it has a really nice moment at the end. Um, but I don't really have much to say to it. So let's move on to number twelve, Hyperlight Drifter. Yeah. Don't. I really. I did wish, you guys play this? Yeah, I played this. I, well. I really, really loved this. It was fucking super hard. It's like an eight bit. Um, oh come on, sixteen bit, sixteen bit. Sorry, <laughs> Throw, throwback game. You're a, you're a, a kid adventurer with a big sword. Um, Amazing design, and a, and a it's gun. a throwback to like Link to the Past. Basically, it's like Link to the Past with cyberpunk, Akira esque. Mm. Uh, a a really, really crazy map that you've got to explore, and it's a lot of like backtracking. Things are way too hard for you to pass until you level up. Metroiding so in the sense where like you get an mm. item and then you can go back and do things that you weren't able to do before. Yeah, totally. Mm. But I think. What like what makes it amazing is the fact that there's no dialogue or no text, yeah. but there's still a story. There's images. And so yeah. I, I thought it was beautiful, and I I gave you my points mid Mario Run game <laughs> a day late while I probably horizontal or on a toilet, <laughs> and I forgot so many things which I've read. Did you vote for this one? Yeah, no. Again, this is a huge oversight mm. on my behalf. That was one of the coolest. Have games. you guys? Because I got maybe four hours into it. Hit a hit like a roadblock, and I haven't gone back because I found it. I so haven't finished it. I, mean, so I, I, I don't. I don't remember. I, I went back to play it the other day, and I was like, "Fuck, where am I up to? I can't remember." Mm. Um, and then if I, I had a Nintendo Switch, it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> yeah. if I moved house. I could have kept playing horizontal or to a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. but build that Nintendo. It's a really good game, and in like I think Nintendo it, shit. It is, it's not one of those games. that's like like you know, if you go back to the Witcher after not playing it for three months, you'll be fucked. I think this will take you know twenty minutes and go. Oh yeah, that's right. That's what I'm doing. Um, I loved it Beautiful soundtrack Great sounds in mm. general And really visually One of my Probably my favourite game of the year Yeah beautiful yeah. game Did you play it? And I did not no. mm. You know and the game though? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't get around to it though No So I have no opinion on this And, and like I just find like 16 Like difficult 16 bit games like, I, I would never ever play a Dark Souls But people actually compared this game to Dark Souls Because they're, you, they're, you, you, get, you die a lot yeah, um, and uh, get used to dying, kid. I'm so fine with playing a really, really hard platformer or you know a 16 bit game, but the idea of playing like a third person game like Dark Souls that's just brutal. I just Tom, you're a huge Dark Souls fan. Bl- oh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne was a big game. That doesn't that doesn't year. appeal to me at all. We can talk about this later, but yeah, mm. yeah. So, but we have to. It is like that up. game. Um, all right, so Spoilers. moving on to number eleven. This is it's XCOM two. Got quite a few votes. 
Um, has any has uh, anybody played this game? I bet he has. Is yeah. it RTS? Because <laughs> I haven't. Is it RTS? Is yeah, it? sort of. I, I played the original XCOM. Played a lot of that. Like what, tw- fifteen years ago, twenty, mm-hmm. whatever it was. I don't know. How early nineties? I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I probably played it in the late nineties. I reckon by the time I played it. Um, and this was kind of the same kind of experience for me. Yeah, I dug it. it was fine. That's, that's what is XCOM <laughs> for those who do not know XCOM? I, it's like a, I think it's me like a, it's like a tactical Levin's. turn-based RPG. Yeah, but aliens. You, yeah, but you know, well, the thing about it is, you the, the whole kind of game with XCOM is you name the characters and make them your friends, and then when they die, it's your friend dying. That's basically the fun of it for me. Shag thoughts? Yeah, I I look I you like killing your friends. <laughs> I I like. I really dislike a lot of the online gaming community, but I'm going to put on my Gamergate hat right now because he's actually got one, guys. He's putting it on. This is like, if there's one conspiracy I think exists, is the fact that if you're a tactical turn-based RPG and you're not the worst game ever, you automatically get a 9 out of 10. Do you think that's because it's only a certain amount of people, a, a, a certain type and a smaller group of people play them therefore it's kind of like a it's us versus them and so one of our games one of us one of us like i think that could work you know because it's probably the same review as reviewing these games but man like i i played the first one and i thought it was fine Mm -hmm. this is so similar when it came out like yeah when it came out but it's like i've played a lot of these games and they're all pretty similar. Sure. Like, you can't change the mechanics yeah, that much. the genre is very narrow. Mm. And the other thing about it is... The it's like drum and bass. Well, <laughs> the, the boxes are easy to tick. I think that's another reason these get quite sure. good, good marks is because... They're quite primitive do, games. Like, yeah, they're seriously... things, then, you know, that's all I need. They're like... They are Dungeons and Dragons, essentially. Yeah. And which is no, interesting. Like, they are... They're not, but they yeah, are... But there's no needs for improvement with speed or smoothness no. or online connectivity necessarily. It's just like... Here are the six things I need you to do. So what's its setting? I'm looking at some cyberpunky. <laughs> yeah, so it's set on Earth, and in two, aliens have invaded. So in one, aliens were invading. In yeah. two, they've invaded, they've won, and you're fighting back. So that's the I idea. Love it. And you're like the XCOM force. I can't remember what that stands for. There are just some games that I see, and no matter how good the reviews are, I just can just tell, even from the name, I'm like, oh, that's not for me. I um, wish I could like give in to marketing, or not give in to marketing like that. If I see like a 10, I'm like... I'm going to have to buy this. Oh, really? Give it a go. I just have to. So, you actually, so it's so a you critical favorite. How much film? did you put into this? I've got the, no, I've got this game. Um, I have not started playing it yet, but I did play the first one. Right. And I read all of it. Like, you know, it's like I probably spend more time, you know, considering like everything that I do. I probably spend more time like watching reviews and, you know, like that meme, watching those things. Are like, hey, guys, what's going on? This is me playing, you know, yeah, this yeah, hey, fan yeah. playing Thumbs up on too. this video. Let's see if we get 150,000 <laughs> yeah. thumbs up. Exactly. That sort of thing. So I've watched a lot of it and it like even when people praise it for its graphics, it's like it looks like every tactical yeah. turn-based RMB, RPG yeah. I've ever seen. R&B. <laughs> R&B. <laughs> tactical-based <laughs> R&B. That's, man, that's my new like genre that I'm playing now. <laughs> tactical-based R&B. R&B. <laughs> you know, but, okay, moving from 11 to number 10, we're up to the top 10, and I legitimately think every single game in this top 10 is really good. Starting with number 10, a game that a few people in this room voted for, I know, oh, yeah, Ratchet bro. and Clank. Oh. Did you play the Ratchet and Clank remaster? I did, I did. I would. I didn't. I didn't even think of it when we were talking about voting. Man, I had forgot, and then I saw Tommy Dasilo of uh, the Filthy Casuals podcast and previous guest. Also, he's an egg. Um, he voted for <laughs> it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Of course, Ratchet and Clank. To the point where he saw what I voted for and was like, "How come we didn't vote for Ratchet and Clank?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" Did you change your vote? I changed my vote, so I put it in there. I finished Ratchet and Clank three times. That's so funny. <laughs> because, and it's not a short game. No, it's a long game, and. 
I like I, I love third person character shooters. I don't know what the hell you call it. Like, but you know, I uh, Ratchet and Clank is you play this dumb alien with a fucking robot on your back, and the story is terrible, and all of the like character designs, like it looks great, but all the character designs are really unimaginative. Just like red alien people <laughs> and lots of explosions, and like all their names are, like the Glocks. But <laughs> there is so much charm in the game, and the gameplay is just my shit. There are like 20 different weapons and they're all stupid. And every time you kill someone with it, you level up. Mm. And basically it took me three playthroughs of the entire game to level up all my weapons. I still haven't 100% of this game because the last trophy I need to get is you need to... There's a one called... There's there's like a a disco ball gun. It doesn't actually hurt people. But when you fire it, everyone stops what they're doing and they dance. Mm. You have to make every single character and enemy in this game dance with a disco ball. In one playthrough? No, just... Overall, oh, overall right. and I tried doing it, and I was just like, "What am I doing? This is stupid." <laughs> <laughs> but just, I think, just such a really, really fun game, and that leveling up system of weapons. I'm not normally like a massive fan. I, I got hooked, and it was. Uh, I, I love grinding on just like fun games that I know I'm good at. Now, was was the story behind, the story kind of behind this game's production kind of enticing for you as well? Because this is like a spiritual successor, isn't it? It's like a yeah, like a remake. Um, so well, played, it's a remake. It's a remake. It's like a remake of the first mm-hmm. one, but they, but they but like remake is like they're very generous. Mm-hmm. Like you know they they add a completely restructured things. It follows this. You go to the same worlds, but the level and gameplay is completely different. Right. Um, but did you play the first one? I, uh, I, the I haven't played one. the one that it's based on, but I have right. played ones on the PS3. Right. Um, and I thought they were okay. Yeah. But I just heard like so much review, so many reviews from this like this out of nowhere game that mm. was everything that, that was missing from the first. It was a, time know, everything, a terrible movie, wasn't it? Everything missing from gaming at the right. moment, you know, like yeah. these, these character shooters. Yeah, you just don't, like oh, well, that's what Overwatch is called, isn't it? What the what, what the fuck would you call this game? Like you know, like a third person. I think you just say like, it's like a third person platformer. Yeah, it's like yeah, a three yeah. D platformer mm. kind of with. Shooting. I love those games. Yeah. You know, like I, I love my I love Nintendo sixty four. It's like probably my favorite era of gaming, and I, I just think uh, any anything that that really captures it really well and this game definitely did it and, and it was probably like one of the better looking games I played mm. this year too it was um, a tie to a shitty movie wasn't it terrible yeah. movie I'll never yeah. see it you saw it uh, no I do want to see it though because I gave this game two points too oh, and sick. I'm the opposite to you I hate these games Yeah, right. I hate the cute like it's cutesy I hate the fact that there's a gun <laughs> that like is I would you normally hate all this stuff but this game is sublime to play yeah. like it's the, one of those games, and I think the mark of a good game is once you beat the final boss, your first thought is, you know what, I'm going to just start right again, New Game Plus, and just go for a little bit. Yeah. I did that and played another four hours. Did you like, really? Yeah. It's so good. And the best part about it was, and I think it's really important to say, for people who like me and don't like those cutesy things and t- that, that sort of stuff turns them off, What's amazing about it is everything has a purpose. So when you talk about that disco ball gun, what that gun does is it essentially <laughs> freezes everyone on screen and then you switch to one of the other guns. So even all the cutesy guns, they have a purpose. Sure. None of them are superfluous. It's crazy. Every single gun is worthwhile. <laughs> There's a game Every- on it called the, sh- the gun called the Sheepinator and it turns everyone, all the enemies into sheep. And it's so and it's good. And you're like, oh man, I need some more ammo. And, and when you level that up as high as it will go, it turns the enemies into goats who then run and fart on the other enemies <laughs> and then that hurts the enemies. And that would be the sort of thing that would make me be like, I never want to play this game. It's so and good. It's, like, it is perfect to play. Yeah, cool, I got to hear you. Yeah, crazy. I've got it. I just haven't played it. You didn't play this one? I played an hour and I was just like, eh. 
You're not so bro. It was like a lot of intros and learning the schematics and stuff. And I was like, I'll come back to it. I later. have this. There's my, my cool theory. When you say you played things for an hour, you're talking about half that, right? <laughs> Maybe. I'm probably also doing a lot of other things, like yeah. eating a sandwich. <laughs> like it was an hour of my time I allocated. Um, I do intend to play it. I totally do. Yeah, I got, I I got proper like, hooked on that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Near perfect game. All right. Number nine, uh, Battlefield 1. Ooh. I got this. I haven't played it yet. Oh, really? I, I, I dug it. I'm enjoying it. This is probably the best Battlefield in, I don't know, seven years, eight years? So I don't know. I, don't I know the last put, Battlefield which was as good as this. Beneath FIFA, first-person competitive shooters are the <laughs> most not for me. Like, I, like FIFA's absolutely at the top, then, then this. See, I, I'm not... Imagine a, the first-person... FIFA shooter <laughs> Yeah I played it It was fucking Rocket League And yeah. I loved it <laughs> you, can, you can play FIFA in first person mode Oh really yeah. Well sort of You can play the story mode Anyway look FIFA on this list I was like I'm going to FIFA But um the, This was Great This is a great Battlefield I think I think if you're, if you're a fan of Battlefield, what separates like Battlefield from like a Call of Duty is Battlefield's all, well, not all, but it's big, massive teams, right? 30, 60 people kind of playing. And it has vehicles which are really difficult to pilot and move around. That's kind of what, you know, defines a Battlefield game. This did all of that really, really well. It was really fun. Uh, yeah, just, I fucking loved this. It would cool. not, again, would not have got votes. But. Well, I want to know what we, you like. You have loved so many games in the list so far. We're down to number nine, and you haven't liked. Yeah, I don't know. You I, haven't I, voted I, for I think anything mine are coming. Yet. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I really hope mine. Are- How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Uh, I uh, <laughs> I loved hearing people talk about this in the lead up and being like, so it's set in World War One. That's really exciting to me. I'm like, well, why the fuck are you excited about World War One? Well, because like sometimes Battlefield is, is set in like the future where you don't give a shit, right. right? And this is like a gritty, terrible war. Like, he, he, here's here's some stuff that I really liked about this game. Angus, so, are you playing Super Mario Run right now? He's playing Pokemon <laughs> Go with his cat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one thing I really liked about this game, uh, and I know it's a small thing, but the sound design of it was really quite impressive. So uh, this is such a little thing, but it was the first time I've ever noticed uh, hearing explosions mapped to sound. So when you when I saw things crumbling around me, like the smallest bits of dirt would make sound when they hit the floor and stuff, and I yeah, was wow. like, "That's fucking cool!" Like they just put a lot of polish and effort into this. Just little things like that. Yeah, really I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into it. I'm going to go in with a with, a, with the an open mind engine? and a full heart. Uh, I don't Star Wars know. Battlefront. No. I do not know. I played Battlefront a lot, and I mean that had mainly to do with the it's IP. Very similar to Battlefront. Yeah. I like yeah. Battlefront. You like if you like Battlefront, you could totally get into this. Yeah, it's, I think I've got. A I've got a copy for you. Yeah, yeah. There's a bit more. In Chris this. Kringle. <laughs> I mean, the problem with Battlefront is that after three months, no one was playing it. Yeah, the so I went back to play it. Like I had some great times playing it. I was playing with friends, we were chatting, and then went back to play it, and it was just gone. Like I no like, one was I like the single player more. Mm. Yeah, the single player is cool. Of, of the Star Wars Battlefront. Anyway, that was fucking last year. But the yeah. Rogue One uh, the yeah. DLC came out. It's amazing. Bit, oh, really? Yeah. I've not played that. Yeah, it's just come good. out. The and Scarif uh, DLC. But I think it's like, just in general, it's like, man, I live like maybe 7Ks from the biggest CBD in Australia. So, of course, my internet connection sucks. Yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's like, I can't play these games at night. Yeah. I can play them at certain times during the day, but otherwise the load's too much. But sure. anyway, um, number eight, a game that I would have voted for, I was so close to, but I chose to get my vote to Ratchet and Clank over it, Doom. Doom 4, a.k.a. Doom Reimagined. Oh, I've heard nothing but praise for it. Have, has no, who and, are, and surprise praise, has, too. Surprise. Has played this game? I played, I played a little bit of it, but I didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't... I kind of got the vibe that if this wasn't a Doom game... I wouldn't have given a shit at all. But single player or multiplayer? I played single player. Yeah, but okay, multiplayer is multiplayer the, the multiplayer is the shitty point. Yeah, right? multiplayer sucks. Yeah, yeah, Does yeah. it really? Mm. I don't yeah, I don't right. know if I played enough to really give this a fair, a fair crack of the whip though. Is that is that a saying? I don't know if that's a saying. Yeah, it is now. A fair fair crack crack of no, the that's exactly that is exactly how you use it. But <laughs> did you play the original Doom? Absolutely, yeah. Played a lot of Doom, played a lot of Doom 2. Don't think I played Doom 3. Three. Seen the movie fifty times. Oh, <laughs> but uh, what, what what did you? Oh yeah, Doom like? does the rock, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> was there stuff about this that you liked? That was sorry, can I interrupt you for for something very important and hey, fam related? <laughs> Apparently, Ballers is a really good show now. <laughs> no, <laughs> who told you this? I'm listening to a podcast that I that I quite respect the opinions of the hosts of, and they're talking about their favorite television shows of um. Which podcast? Uh, I fanboy, which is mostly a comic book podcast, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's one inspired me to do my own comic book podcast. So you know, it's high caliber. Um, but the three guests couldn't agree on any television show that they really? all liked, and then they're like, "Ballers!" Oh my god, I love Ballers! And it all told them about how good Ballers is. <laughs> See, but- I remember when this podcast was just an entourage recap. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the episode title. How far we've grown. <laughs> anyway, maybe we should. I'll, I'll cram it over the next. I've got, I'll watch I've episode got, of Ballers. I've got next week off. I'll uh, play that. I mean, I'll watch that instead of playing Final Fantasy. So, Doomwise did this. Did, was there anything about this that other first-person shooters didn't give you that you f- that you felt this did particularly well, or did, or was it just like the vibe? You liked the vibe and the cool. I mean, that's good. The setting's good. Yeah, um, they do it well. Like I love. Like you can, as like you know, as someone who grew up on this sort of stuff and like you know loved you know Transformers, loved video games and stuff. You can never get past like a really like 
it's it's almost too much. It's almost so cheap to do. It's like being at a wedding and the DJ drops like the most obvious song ever. Hey, yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> at first you're like, oh my God, but then you're like, oh, this is the funnest thing and ever. Now we're no, getting I'm, so, it's I'm like, so glad we paid Levin's $1,500 to do this. <laughs> but, <laughs> now we can go by Doom. <laughs> but having a setting where the bad guys are hell, it's awesome. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. they do it so well. And like, there are so many things about it. So... Almost every shooter post Call of Duty is kind... Even like Battlefront are kind of grounded in reality to some degree. This goes away from it. It's yeah. big jumps. You're really fast. The weapons are insane, overpowerful. Like the enemies just run at you. It's really hectic. But I think most of all, what's amazing about it, I think it's really hard to do bosses in first-person shooters. Mm. I love bosses. It's really hard to do. They, this only has two and it nails them both. Yeah, cool. Both really exciting boss fights. Really scary. Really impressive. And... Both of them are awesome nods to the original games. In fact, the final one, you're not expecting it all. And then it happens and you're like, the, your first thought b- besides, oh, fuck, how am I going to do this? Is that's cool. And I'm so glad they did that and didn't like hint at it at all. Well, maybe I'll go back to it then. Maybe I'll give it another yeah, crack off the whip. Totally intend to get it. That's a game that I've been... <laughs> I'm glad you went back n- to that phrase. Nothing but recommended by people. Everyone's like, dude, it's just like great arcade first person shooting. Yeah, but you'll love it. With depth, right? And yeah, how does it handle? Gameplay, like, controls great. Oh, it's so good. Like, it, it's a dream to play. Like, Were you playing it on PS4? I was playing it on PS4. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why, like like I said, it's like I was going to, like, I cho- to- chose between this or Ratchet & Clank, but I had to give it to Ratchet & Clank because it's like, it's a game that I would hate, but its gameplay was so good, mm-hmm. it won right. me over. Anyway, it was Bethesda, so- wasn't it? Did they do do? Yeah. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they can do no wrong. Um, <laughs> Except Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah, actually, Fallout 4 kind of was crap. It's fucking garbage. Was that last year? Yeah, um, yeah it was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, There's a copyright there that if I was drunk tonight, I would have snapped on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but because I'm sober. Do you know how hard it is to snap one of those? That's uh, what I mean. Really that's how angry I would have gone. Yeah. I think that's the most garbage person game ever. Isn't Fallout 4, though, kind of like you know this, uh, this new season of South Park? It's kind of like the one of those. No, no, but it's kind of like one of those games. Only what hate fam guys. But it's kind of one of those games, like The Force Awakens, where we all have to, at some point, agree that it wasn't that good, and we were psyched about oh, it. And the Force Awakens. You rules. do not flippantly just bring up t- two of Angus's most beloved things. South Park. South no, 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 no I love South Park. But the new season is all like based on this fact that America can't accept that The Force Awakens wasn't oh. good, and if they can. Then they wouldn't have voted in Trump. I mean, like, I love the I love this season. It's been amazing. Surprising, we haven't spoken about it more. But I I think the Force Awakens is a very very good film. The first half is definitely. Oh, it's a great movie. It's a fantastic. <laughs> what film. What was number seven? All right, all right. <laughs> so so one of the family. reasons one of the reasons I held up on this list for so long was because there were these huge releases towards the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm glad I did because number seven, surprisingly, only out for like a week or two, was Final Fantasy 15. Oh yeah, they, they literally had yeah two weeks before this mm. voting came out. Hing, was this on your list in the top three? This was not. I've got it. I haven't Jesus. played enough of it. Uh, maybe my games didn't make the list. I don't think they did. <laughs> I gave it three points. Uh, no, the, I gave it one point. You I gave wish, it one point. Now I would give it two. And uh, Mario. Yeah, wow. It's growing. See, I was very skeptical about this game because it's been in development for 10 years and often that means this game's going to suck. This and game was also, a spin-off of 13 originally. Yeah. And it was like an advanced tactics fighting game. And, and the big thing was it was... It's not. Uh, it's not RTS. It's not. Um. It's not. Sorry. It's not real time. Yeah. Uh. Ro- what am I fucking doing? All my acronyms again. It's not turn-based fighting. Yeah. It was the spin-off idea. Was like it's like Kingdom Hearts controls. Yeah. And then eventually it was uh, yeah. Eventually became Final Fantasy 15. But also this game, my understanding from playing the first bit of it and just seeing a lot of trailers is 
it's kind of like boy, a boy band on a road trip, right? Like it's like Entourage. Yeah, it's literally like Entourage. There's a turtle. You're the <laughs> you're instead of the movie star, you're the you're the prince of the town. Yeah, like, and I kind of felt like like I was not excited about this game at all, but I bought it out of like obligation mm-hmm. to you know Final gaming. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, Final Fantasy gaming, and I played a bit of it. But you're you're a little bit further along than I am. Yeah, and I'm a fan of the franchise. Uh, some titles, I've, I think we've spoken about this before in the podcast. I, I've I've delved. I have spent a lot of time with Seven and Eight, which most people. I guess our vintage did. Mm. Uh, the series was once known as like, you know, the the prestige gaming experience and then over the years waned because of what I think was a good... It was maybe too caught up in its own lore and stuck to the past. Mm. And we'll speak about it tonight about another game, uh, XCOM, where I was like, it's essentially, you know, an updated D&D. Yeah. This was definitely... I mean, that's where it had its... I mean, originally it was like mages and thieves and that, you know, as we've seen it, especially Seven onwards, it re- uh, progressed to this type of... Now it's affiliated with this kind of cyberpunk slash dystopian like vibe, which they either nail sometimes. Uh, I'm thinking of seven. I'm thinking of eight, or they don't nail. <laughs> thinking of a lot of the other ones. Uh, this has taken it again a whole new different approach. And but what they've done, they've what I think I, I, the reason why it's striking a lot of chords with people is they took a gamble. It was a ten year long one, so not maybe. <laughs> uh, not maybe what you'd call a gamble with a capital G, maybe a lowercase g. Uh, but they completely changed, you know, what Final Fantasy is known for, and that's turn-based fighting. And turned, it's essentially, you know, to dumb it down, it's Zelda controls, now, this is which a- is so interesting. And there's no opponent; you have a sports car. Yeah, and it's really interesting. And I just think they've really <laughs> nailed a strange chord of an aesthetic which I never knew I loved so much and until I saw in. this game. Yeah, Are you loving this. Yeah, I did. I gave it one point. That was because I was playing Mario Run at the time and I was not of able body or mind, but now I would probably give it two or three. Yeah. Like, I think it's the end of the, out of all the games we've mentioned tonight, to me, it's the one that has the most distinct look and feel and originality about it. Also, it's got a lot of comparisons to a game that was very near and dear to my heart, which again changed its formula completely to a lot of uh, the disappointments to its rabid fan base that was Metal Gear Solid last year it became more open world more mission based more you do what you want and obviously to the cries of but that's not what Metal Gear is but I was completely on board came along for the ride and you're I willing think to trust was, the artist I, I, look I always follow the artist yeah. I'm, a, I'm a fan of the artist and again this is a game where they've gone you know what let's fuck it let's fuck with the formula a lot of old school fan I mean it's interesting you yeah. fire up the game the first thing you see is a f- what's it say? It's like a new final, a fa- a a Hideo final Kojima fantasy. game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. The first thing you see when you fire it up every time is a Final Fantasy game for old and new, yeah. and uh, old players and new. Which oh, is, really? Yeah, that's but really interesting. It's insane. Like it, it's almost like a disclaimer. But wow. also, like fifteen games into the, like you're gonna have to change some things, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. Again, surprised I even did it. Yeah, someone tell Nintendo that, right, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm surprised they even right? did it for like a, uh, Yeah. So, I don't know, I, I wish I gave him more points now, but I was just being silly and, and I gave you the wrong points originally. You're like, that's seven. And I'm like, ah, okay, I'm yeah. playing this. Remember when, um, when Pretty Fly for a White Guy won the Hottest 100? <laughs> I feel like that's how we all feel right now. Remember when 89, no, 99% of songs win the Hottest 100? Yeah. <laughs> I love that feeling, though, when you start playing a game... And you may be only a couple of hours in, and you're like, I think I'm gonna love this. And I'm, yeah. I, you, you don't want to get too like into it. You don't want to get your hopes up, but you just every yeah. step and every new mission and every character, you're like, I'm liking this more. The and worst more. is the opposite feeling when you're like, everyone says this game's good. I'm gonna start playing, and then at two hours, and you're like, I'm not feeling it. I'm gonna quickly Google the name and review, and then you're like. 
oh, all the 10 out of 10s are showing up. I'm going to go to some forums. And then you try to find like some like-minded redneck from another country in a forum somewhere that's like, this game sucks. You're like, aha, I'm not wrong. <laughs> that was me with Fallout 4. But then I found out not a lot of people liked it anyway. But I remember I kept playing and I kept playing. And I was like, just putting on my, a game face, so to speak. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I was like, this game's fucking garbage. I hate this game. It's so poorly made. It's breaking. And eventually everyone felt the same. But yeah, Final Fantasy was just like, I'm having so much fun playing this. I'm taking my time. I'm walking around. I'm fishing. Like you could, It's got the Zelda fishing in it if you've played Ocarina of Time. I spent hours fishing just trying to catch certain fish in that game. Uh, I believe you're thinking of Majora's Mask. Uh, no, it's in oh, Ocarina of Time. In both, you're right. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, don't. <laughs> All right, so from... But no one else voted for it, did they? Here? I no. did not. Okay. I haven't played it yet, but I, want, I love yeah. the idea of it. I really, really want to... I mean, like, I just feel like buying a Final Fantasy um, game is the ultimate fuck you to a new family that I have. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy, also, also Final Family for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... Final Family for you, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they really changed so the formula this time around. They really changed the formula. There's no dad now. <laughs> Shaking things up. Yeah. Real dad strategy. All right. So up to number six. And I reckon this was like the most, for me, from what I saw, the most hyped indie game of the year. Yeah. Firewatch. Yeah. This is my favorite game of the year. Whoa. Okay. That's a big call. Um, and uh, I keep bringing up that family, but... I hate that gaming is, you know, it is such a... I hate a, my family. No, <laughs> we've established that. It's canon. Uh, no, but I hate that, for that, that gaming is so male-driven. Absolutely. Yeah. Even though, like, apparently there is that statistic that more girls play games. But, you know, that, that core scene of games. And whenever I play a game, it's by myself. And, uh, and you know, it's just me staying up while my family sleeps uh, playing a game. And... Uh, you come home from Fight. your third job of the day, yeah. trying, to, trying to put those kids through that boarding school you're trying to <laughs> set them off to. Uh, but Firewatch was the first game ever that my wife sat down and watched with the same like level of like interest that she would a TV show or something that she would choose to watch. Like she was like, "Can we finish Firewatch tonight?" And I've never like you know we, we've played games together, but it was like you know. I would be playing Super Mario Galaxy 2 and she gives give her the other Wiimote and she can do the mode that can just, you know, get Stardust or whatever. Not to delve too too deep into your relationship, but we, yeah. would you give her a go on Firewatch or were you hogging the controller? Um, no, she, she totally, yeah, she did the, um, especially that, that opening, the, like the best part of Firewatch is that opening choose your own adventure thing, mm, even yeah. though it doesn't That's really... That's amazing. It doesn't really yeah. matter in the biggest game of the game, but that, like I would play... Hours of that. If, if someone made a really well written choose your own adventure text, like text, text pace, on, yeah. but like with that same level of polish that you get yeah. in that, that thing, I, I, would be, I would be hooked. But I just think it, I mean, I know a lot of people had problems with, with where the story ended up or stories with, like problems with the gameplay as a whole. I just, I was obsessed with, with the nine hours or however long, mm. long it took. And I loved sharing a gaming experience from the start to the finish. With somebody, which I have haven't done since you know I would go stay over at someone's place and we would fucking play all of Alex Kidd in Miracle World, on the, uh, you know, or something like that. I just think that was a really really rare opportunity to kind of tell a you know people have been trying to tell stories mm. with video and a lot of the, the 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 games on here are on here because they t- try to tell a story differently or whatever. But this was, I, I just think, was a very, very different game and I hope I get to play a lot more games just so, like it. So maybe I would have enjoyed this game more if I had someone to share it with. 
Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Um, you're, Did you not you're enjoy engaged, this game? Right? No, not engaged. No, no, no. we're not engaged. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> Did you, I, I'm going to my girlfriend's. <laughs> I'm going to my girlfriend's. Uh, Do you live together? No, no. Mm. <laughs> I got my girlfriend's family for Christmas for the first time this uh-huh. year. But they don't celebrate Christmas, but it's her dad's birthday. And I was like, "Oh, do I have to bring them Christmas presents?" She was like, "No, that'll be offensive. <laughs> like you can't." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're no, I'm sorry." Anyway, so her dad's we're, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we're very far from being engaged. Um, but did you well, not enjoy this game? That's interesting. <laughs> no, I, I did, I did, I did, I did. But again, it, it got close, but would not get into my top three games. Which, which are definitely not on this list. I think, I think they are. <laughs> I think they are. <laughs> but I think, like, I, I feel like, for, like, the, the hook of this is how it tells a story, right? And I think it does something that another game that probably should be on more lists, Virginia does really well, where it uses sort of, like, jump cuts. It uses cuts like they do in yeah. film really well. And to tell a story, which games really haven't done up until this point, which I think is really interesting. But for a game that's all about the story... I just thought the ending was so bad. Yeah, yeah I agree. My, my wife is a bit disappointed in it. I, it's like you I really missed a chapter. It. I remember that? going like, did I miss a chapter? And then I was like, again, I went to Google and I was like, have I missed something? Like, was there a line of dialogue? And a lot of people were like, there's one line of dialogue that if you're kind of playing and not taking it all in as 100%, like you mightn't get as much. But I was quite confused about the U-turn that it took, I found. Mm. And I, I'm not stupid. I no, totally. <laughs> I love. He said, "I'm not stupid." I'm also not a no, stupid person. Silence. And I mean, I love the game. I thought the character work was beautiful. I love the relationship of chatting to mm. somebody else so far. That to me is the one thing I remember about it. I won't remember it for its gameplay mechanics. It's great. See, I, I love that stuff. That was. I it was, was nothing though. It was like you walking. Yeah, I, lo- I thought it was like really, really fun exploring that world. I, it was so tiny. I found like it wasn't fun. It was very much on rails. Like. Oh, but it would have sucked if it was bigger and you got lost. I think it did yeah. well by making it feel like there was more, but signposting you enough, kind of like you know the way Nintendo does it. I think they had a they did a good job mm. of not making you feel like you're on a track, but basically keeping you on a track. Yeah, I thought the character work was beautiful. Um, the story, I can't even remember it. It starts really well. That first part, Levens is right. That first part yeah. is one of the best things I played last year. I wish I had more it's to do with the rest of the game. This year. I this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're still in 2016. <laughs> I wish there were more repercussions from those choices. Besides mm. a few mm. lines of dialogue here or there. I, I wasn't the, I was captivated by the story enough. And I think it was the, a great game. The, the ending... Uh, the ending I, I can talk about it at length. I don't think we, this is the place to spoil it. But uh, Oh, totally it is. It's been out for ages. Yeah. Okay, well, it's on I'm, you, dickheads. I mean, like, I just, <laughs> I think it was, it, it was almost like a, like a meta commentary on what you expect from games in a way. That's kind of what I read into it. Mm. That's like, well, like that's what indie games are becoming, right? They're yeah, becoming yeah. so meta and commentary on. But meta's meta is. I'm just sorry. I just think meta's easy. Like meta is the easiest thing in the world to do. But this, yeah, but this wasn't it's, that it's until really the very end. Well, though, I think. Yeah. But I think it, I think yeah. it, what I like I like that it dangled the carrot of the mystery in front of you, and then it all ended up. So being what it poses is that nothing. there's a murder, a sinister. Basically, what was once thought to be a sinister murder it turns out to be an accident and a father and son accident years earlier. That the the person that you've been communicating with kind of knows about from the get go. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it becomes like, you know, your brain is going, oh, is it a murderer? So is, what, that this? is it a slasher? And then it becomes more of a, oh, it was an accident. That's life. Yeah. What, what, it's what a sobering you, ending. Totally. And I think that was, I, I liked that it was and like. there's a get to the chopper ending, which I found quite banal when you have to like run through the forest and get to a chopper. But you're not, you're not getting to the chopper. You're getting to this girl that you've been talking to the entire game. Whose you name want to is see Chopper. It. Yeah, that's right. It's choppery. It's the droid <laughs> yeah. from Rebels. Um, and, uh. I, I love that you didn't actually get to see her and you have that final conversation with her and it's just like, 
yeah and she's just kind of like well good luck with your life <laughs> like yeah that was awesome I don't know I wanted more sure alright so number five how much was it again was it like 30 bucks yeah it was cheap yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, and and it was a perfect length as well. It was and actually, actually for uh, what you get, it was the best bang for buck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so pound for pound. Yeah, right. yeah, mm. definitely. It had it was very meaty. It had a great ending, great acting, amazing voice acting. Probably it was a rich uh, summer. Forget it, the guy from Mad Men. I've heard some. My wife didn't have a problem, but I've heard some girls complain about some of the dialogue the women had was very unrealistic. Really? Yeah. I found the uh, unrealistic. Uh, body image issues with that game. Uh, my hands are nowhere near that fat, and my I love I love telling my wrist, no, Ralph joking, My yeah. wrists were very dainty, and I, as a male, were offended. Was offended <laughs> that my arms aren't as broad and square and Shrek-like. Uh, so number five is one of the bigger games of the year, Overwatch. This would have got the points. This would have got the point. I completely forgot this when I was. I should have looked at the spines of the games I played this year. <laughs> what, um, what did you do? Where did you dr- did you literally just go like I was the first in a, three games that came to you? I could have been in a movie. Like I don't know where I was. <laughs> I was not of. I wasn't drunk. Again, the second time I've had to say that this podcast is pretty bad. <laughs> I don't have a problem, you guys. I was just. I can't really remember voting. But I mean, for me, Overwatch is like I like Levens. Do not like first person shooters. And I think when it came out, I said, this reminded me as if, I know Blizzard made it, but it reminds me of if Rareware made it in the height of their heyday in the late 90s, early 2000s, where it's super character focused. Everyone, like, it was so good. It was such a great remedy to wash away any preconceived notions that the majority of the last five years of popular FPSs have force on the public, which is usually the Mountain Dew chewing, uh, sorry, Swillin, <laughs> uh, Dorito chewing, you know, guy that lives at home yeah. who calls everyone faggot on Xbox Live. Like, yeah. this was so far removed from that in every sense. The characters were great. The, the fact every character was limited to its own set of weapons. It was skill set. It was about working as a team. Like, I really got into it in a big way. And it was one of the, and I can only say this to a handful of games, one of the only games, and Final Fantasy has proven to be this too, is where I get up earlier an hour and a half or so before work to play it. Oh, like wow. An and hour. there are people playing like that early in the Oh, night. totally, because yeah. it's all over. The, it's oh, such yeah, a popular gotcha. game too. But man, I'm so bummed that I didn't vote for this. Like, this <laughs> would, It probably would have been way higher. It would have gone higher. It's actually... It's... Oh, man. This like this was neck and... Like, one vote would have pushed I would have. Higher. I would have... That would, that's my vote. Well, this, this would have got three points from me. Not, no, I know I, my, vo- my votes don't matter because I'm late, but this was my favorite game of the year. You're like someone who says what they would have voted for in the US election when the results oh, are cold. Yeah, but I would have voted for Trump, so it's fine. Oh, yeah, uh, Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I thought this... I mean, I'm a Blizzard fanboy. I yeah. fucking love World of Warcraft, and I played, you know, 60 hours a week of Starcraft. You saw the movie nine times. Years. Yeah, I saw, I saw the Warcraft movie, like, ill-advisedly. <laughs> but this was... Uh, such a great experience and a couple of things came together which is that every big game company or a lot of big game companies I should say are developing these combination uh, first person shooters with MOBAs right so where you have a limited amount of abilities and you have a limited amount of weapons uh, and, and it's a team based thing it's it, you know I mean but, Team Fortress 2 did it to such success what five years ago oh ten years ago, ten yeah, years ago. Yeah. and it's but, still like the... but the important thing is like MOBAs like Dota and League of Legends have this kind of system where you have a QWER and you've got an ulti and you've got like just a couple of different uh, abilities as mm-hmm. well as shooting. And this is a combination of FPS and that. And so many other uh, big game companies are doing this. Like Battleborn came out this year and it's the same kind of gameplay. But this is just blown all of those. Yeah, well, so I was at Paris Games Week last year and yeah. 
the biggest display there was Battleborn. Yeah, there was so oh, much yeah. Battleborn. What stuff is Battleborn? I know that. It was like it is. Right. It's Overwatch Lite. It's it, it's Overwatch, but there is a pretty cool com- uh, cooperative element to it. Sure. Uh, but it bombed. Some levels. Yeah, it's from yeah. Gearbox. The dudes that did like Borderlands. Oh, I know now. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it wasn't bad. I played it and it was like fine. But Overwatch is that perfected. It's such a good product. Yeah. Like for somebody who's so foreign to both of those types of games. It was so good at uh, matching me for early games. I, like, I never felt that I was fighting him on OP. I was I just like, just it was it. so well made. Like, man, the, the amount of... I mean, Blizzard rule online gaming. Like, yeah. they have for 20 years almost. And like, the, they are the kings at it. They're the kings of pairing. The kings of mm. presentation. Like, man, it was one of the first times in years I played a game where, like, I was memorizing level layouts and I'd only played it for a week. <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah, levels yeah. were so well made. Like, it was... Such good levels, and, like so good. And you know how we've been talking a little bit tonight about things that you you should hate, but you don't. Yeah, there are some characters in this. Like, there's a you know a, a Jamaican, it's a Jamaican DJ, DJ <laughs> yes, rollerblading who should be a fucking annoying. <laughs> One of my favorite characters, but he's great. <laughs> I'm great. I used him probably the most towards yeah. the end. Lucio, Lucio. Yeah, yeah. Lucio. And, and and there's like a. And then there's like a there's, there's a gorilla that talks. A yeah, smart there's a gorilla. talking gorilla who's basically Beast from X Men. There's yeah. like a meets Donkey Kong. Yeah, there's like a, a an Australian like a tire factory worker or something who like whips <laughs> you with a chain. There's yeah. so much like crazy shit that seems like too over the top and weird, but it is so just finely balanced on that knife's edge and is there's yeah. a South Korean basically Evangelion pilot. Well, she's a, she's a, she's actually in the lore of this game. She's a Starcraft pro. Yeah, she's a Starcraft yeah. pro. So she she's is awesome. she is me. Five years ago, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, like, people are obsessed with the characters, right? Yeah. Like, people write fan Man, fiction. Man, the amount of fan art and like, the fan yeah, stuff. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we get, like, a Overwatch book series yeah. or something. Soon. Oh, man, the strongest point where it's characters, like, that's what made me buy it. Like, I actually fell victim to old school marketing. Like, I'd seen the videos. I knew that Blizzard were making an FPS for uh, the last, what, two years or so? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Way that, longer. Yeah. That picture of all the characters together. That's what sold like, me. That, I was like, oh, I kind of want to Dude, I was at a JB is. Hi-Fi two days after it came out. It was a Sunday or maybe the day after it came out. I think it was launched on a Saturday. And there was a huge long post, like, oh, billboard design, not size, obviously. And I was just like, fuck, that looks so great. I'm going in. I'm like, man, when was the last time I bought anything based on how cool the characters <laughs> yeah. were? Like, it was such old school marketing that got to me and, and I was so shocked at myself for buying it. And also like how different all the characters are, not just in their gameplay styles, but just in terms, like in 2016, it's really like diversity and stuff are really important and seeing like mm. kind of a, a, you know, a skinheaded butch lady who's firing a gravity gun mm. next to a kind of, Tree. Time warping little yeah. yeah. Well, the time warping little girl you're speaking yeah. about. It came out today that she has she, a female she, partner, yeah, and she's yeah. gay. And that yeah. was like because there's comics and everything based on this, and like that's so awesome. Like she's she's the face of Overwatch. Yeah, and like she's on the front of every anyway, box. She's it's fucking yeah. great. It's if you haven't yeah. played it, you're a bloody goose. Get and out I, there. Look, as someone who's not a Blizzard fanboy, I found it worked <laughs> so well as well. Like you didn't have to know anything. Did you play this on uh, PS4? See, I played it on PC. So what yeah. was the experience like on PS4? It's fantastic. Great. Yeah, yeah, it ran perfectly. See, that's that's weird for a Blizzard game to be released on console. Yeah, it's, like, it was, and it was day and day. Was, everything wasn't. They did Starcraft on, on N64. N64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on N64, bo- the, the most yeah. beloved version of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Remember the N64 string of like competitive scene. Remember they had Quake 64. They had right. uh, Doom 64 and everything was just so sad. All right, well, my favorite error of gaming. That's uh, Overwatch. I feel, I feel. How long have we been going for? Like two hours now. I don't know. We're an hour and a half. All and right. also, I'm going to make a game next year. It's going to top the list over <laughs> Firewatch. <laughs> <laughs>
Talking gorilla starts fire. Yeah. Gay time traveler puts it out. I like it. I'll buy it. All right. So number four is one of those games that got 10 out of 10 reviews. So I had to go out and buy it. And I found it so boring that I played it with a FAQ open, The Witness. Ah. I played this immediately after Firewatch. So I was in the mood, the right mood you for this. You were like, this. it was 1994 and you were watching Clerks followed by Before Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, you were watching every indie movie coming out. You're like, I've had a taste of indie cinema. Give me all the indie I'm films. getting a Dendi membership. I yeah. mean, yeah. <laughs> that I was my Empire magazine. Yeah. I didn't vote for this game. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I was determined to play this without consulting a walkthrough because I like there's no point in playing this game if you do that. This is about <laughs> testing your, that out. <laughs> it's about testing your mind, you know, like you, you've you've got to figure out these weird little puzzles. Basically it's a first person game by the guy who made Braid. You walk through this like big landscape and there are all these little boxes um, and you have to work out these line puzzles to basically like illuminate basically uh, like get access to the entire world and, and beat the game. Um, I got I reckon a couple hours into it and it, all the all the, the logic of the puzzles made sense to me when it, when it was like when I knew what I was doing it was the best and then there was this horrible horrible part where there were these like weird water reflection and shadow based puzzles and you had to move things around so you could see the entire puzzle I and kind you of jot, about this to me. jot exactly. a, yeah and I just I was just like this sucks this is actually fucking annoying um, but the actual logic-based puzzles I really enjoyed and the um, like ones where you had to mimic things that you saw in the direct environment. But anything that has me getting out a pen and a paper while I'm playing a video game, that's not like if I would be playing fucking Sudoku if I wanted to play with pen and paper. I completely agree. I think what like and I, I like I see what you mean it's like the puzzles were clever and sometimes you could be like you'd approach one and you'd be like I think I know and then you'd be right and then you'd slowly work it out and that was really fun but in the end, it was basically like playing a walk... Like It was like playing a first-person shooter where instead of guns, there was a Sudoku on every wall. And you went up to a wall and you solved a Sudoku. And then there was a giant Sudoku made out of trees. If, if that kind of makes sense. It's like the, the puzzles themselves... Oh, my God, the tree levels. That one with the fucking apple. Oh, man, that was so annoying. So this game, it was interesting for me to watch this from afar. So uh, you didn't go in? Did you Literally, I was overseas for like three or four weeks with my parents earlier in the year and it came out then and I actually saw... It was like uh, a civilization, the rise and the fall of a civilization from afar, like a microscopic. It was the original one, like an No Man's ant, Sky. Like an ant colony. <laughs> it was funny. I saw Virtual Boys blow up where everyone's like, oh my God, I'm playing this. And there's, I would ch- ch- look in occasionally and I was seeing day one, everyone online loving it. And then by the end of it, everyone was just like, fuck this game. <laughs> like a lot of people <laughs> there, were quite Some people loved it. But a lot of people loved it. They yeah. got this high. So they got what, third? Fourth. Fourth. That's crazy. Did you play it at all? I did not, but I was not interested in it at all. <laughs> yeah, you no, did well. Know. Can I? Can I? Spo- like, I want to spoil the ending, but yeah. I don't want to no, no, just because there are people still playing. I'm never going to play this game. I was like, this is what you guys are talking about. Like, I I've, yeah, like, I, I, there is no boy band. In my game. head, I am going to finish this game eventually, but we all know I'm fucking not. So, <laughs> all right. So let me let me spoilers. Let me. How long are you take? A minute. Uh, this won't take long at all. Well, okay. because let me lay this down. It's like the setting is actually really cool. The design's really cool. 
and I was thinking, man, like they've created this really cool fiction. They haven't really given much away. So this ending is going to be amazing. You get to the ending. So you finish this game. I finish this game with, with a walkthrough. Oh, right. Like I did, so you may as well have just watched it. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because I did maybe the first couple of hours of puzzles and then I was like, this is dumb. I just want to Do you know what I'm talking about? The, 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 the one yeah, the I know. I, I, that did was, them all. I was like, I'm done. Fuck yeah. this. Wait till you got to the sound ones. They were so... You had to listen to sounds and then somehow sounds related to... It was just really annoying. Anyway, so you get to the end and the end, no shit, is like this philosophical statement about why should you expect something from the end? Fuck the that. game is about playing. <laughs> it's literally that. Just like Firewatch. <laughs> I hated it so much. I was like, I can't. And then, and then it was like, well, this is my fault for being sucked in. And thus, the game is kind of like being like, I'm what the ending's about. But still, it pissed me off. That's horrible. It's uh, like, does anyone that finished that game without a walkthrough get like immediately hired by the CIA or something? Is that, <laughs> does a, a phone you never know you have? It's like the, yeah, wait, wait, in the if house. You, if you hack like, NASA, yeah, you, you can like work that, at NASA. It's like that '80s movie, War like games. the Last Starfighter, the Last Starfighter, where that yeah, dude's yeah. playing that video game, and when he wins, it turns. Turns out it's like an entry to yeah. join. Yeah, anyway. That's Great. how MIB finds you. <laughs> um, one thing I will say though um, is that indie games I, suck. No, I, I, lo- I love that. Triple <laughs> A all the way. There, there might be more indie games than than Triple A games on, on this list this year. I think but, there are. Uh, but uh, I think it's reflective of the industry. Seriously. <laughs> um, but the. Uh, when you there were some moments early on where I would be like I don't know what the fuck this puzzle is I'm gonna stop playing and I'm, I'd turn it back on after like a night and I'd get get it get the, figure it out immediately that was a very good feeling uh, like subconsciously solving it while you sleep or whatever and then or just like just having like a, a break from it then coming back to it you know I don't know whatever fuck that's not what games are about they're about binging it so, and avoiding and your grinding. family yeah, all yeah, night. It's, <laughs> it's about, it's about uh, yeah having a good al- uh, not paying alimony. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's number three, Shaq? Number three is a game I'm really disappointed I didn't play more of. In fact, didn't play any of. I I bet it's on Hing's list. uh, But uh, Dark Souls 3. Yes! (laughs) This is what I got. Uh, How many points do I get to give out? Six. Uh, six. This would have gotten gotten two points then. Uh, This is a bloody great game. Uh, (laughs) Are you a From Software fan, though? Just to start off? Okay, cool. Huge fan of the Souls franchise. They also made Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I love love Blade Blade Blob. Two, I th- Dark Souls Two is kind of considered the best Dark Souls. I it think. still is, right? No, in fact, no, no, no not no, at all, no, no, not no. at all. What is the best one? Uh, Dark Souls One or Demon, Demon Souls, Souls? The original right, okay, Demon okay. Souls is the first, and it was Dark Souls and Dark Souls Two, then Dark sure. Souls Three. Although right? Dark Souls Two is the one I started with, right? Maybe that's my, what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Dark Souls Two was the one that blew up that I yeah. played, but then I went back and played Demon Souls and Dark Souls. But I get all mixed up in my head. But this, uh, I don't think, is the best Souls experience. But I think like four or five titles into a franchise, uh, you just wanted to start giving you what you want and perfecting the formula. And there's a lot of stuff in this. The boss fights were great. You die a lot. <laughs> it's real hard. I think I went maybe New Game Plus like three or four. In wow. This. Like I played it through oh, wow. a lot. Um, this is your Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my what was your disco ball uh, gun? What's the disco ball yeah. gun okay. in, in uh, so Dark Souls 3? He, he, I played it through originally. I don't know if this means anything to you. I did a Pyromancer build, which no. is you you know, you know blow things shit up with fire, right? So and the, you use spells as well. Yeah, you use spells. But the, 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 the traditional way by play, choice. Yeah, yeah, well, sort of. The traditional way to play Dark Souls is... Get a big sword, cut mm. people open, have and fun use a with shield yeah. like to block the whole time. Which is Bloodborne famously did not use a shield. Was yeah, it? it was all that dodging and 
yeah. timing and so switch. there's a bit, a bit of that in this when you play Pyromancer though you don't have a shield you've got a sword and then you're throwing fireballs yeah and it's a real weird way to play the game. And I was like, I'm going to be fucking Indian cool and dude, this is going to be so good. And it was so fucking hard. And the first like 20 hours, I was like, I hate myself. This is a stupid thing. We've already put 20 hours in, so I'm going to finish it. And then by the end of the game, it's real rewarding because it's so OP. You're just like one-shotting things from across the room, yeah. walking in just like, you know, melting bosses. And then maybe the first new game plus a new game plus two... I reckon was real easy as well, and then probably three and four were real hard. It started to get started to kind of curve back in. Anyway, Dark Souls three second best game I played. So you this pumped year. hours into it, like hundreds of hours. Oh, hundreds yeah. Of so hours. Uh, Overwatch you your first best console? Was Overwatch your first best? Yeah, Overwatch real good. What did you play Dark Souls three on? on? I played it. I played a bit on PC, but I mostly yeah. played it on PS four. Sure. So I could. I mean, have, that's where home is in a way, isn't it? Like yeah. So I could just have like Netflix open and stuff on and, and chill with that. <laughs> Uh, while I was doing it <laughs> Really? So you could watch something While playing Dark Souls? Uh, yeah I was very bad at it And if I was having A difficult time <laughs> I'd have to like Close my laptop And not watch Netflix But yeah. like Yeah It was and What I love about What I love about Dark Souls Is even though it's really hard You can play it Kind of mindlessly In that a lot of it Becomes muscle memory So you're like Oh if I go around this corner There's a bad guy to here If I go down here There's two guys here I need to You know And so it's very old school. Like I, I, yeah. I spoke about this with Bloodborne last year, a game which I really respected, but I just couldn't connect with. Or yeah, I really liked what it stood for. It was like playing old games before there was like battery save yeah. options and yeah. NES, and like you would memorize a levels on pawn levels and knowing where the actions were and it's it's just that like it's who, who's the guy that, that makes yeah. it again? Me, uh, Miyazaki. Yeah, me, me, uh, Miyazaki. No, no like, that's the I don't know the guy's name. Yeah, it's like it's some. It's very close to me. It's like Mizaki. Or yeah, something like Mizuki. And he he's Mizuki. obviously a product mm. of those types mm. of games. And I think what he's done and like translate that to a modern era. I think that's awesome. And like something that people would tell you in the industry, like don't do that. It's not going to work. And it's mm. just now it's become its own genre unto itself, which is amazing. Yeah, and also it looked bloody great. Did it? it, just, it looked yeah. Good. yeah. And what I think so amazing about From Software is the fact that it's like you've just said like it's not even their best Souls game, mm. but it's like their games are such high quality. But like I kind of feel like they're the victim of their own success because I feel like the best thing that you don't realize about the Souls games until you play them is the actual lore and the story because yeah. they drip feed it so slowly, but you get so involved. They're the sort of games that you get lost in. And the story of Bloodborne was one of the coolest things like in any medium I've experienced. And going back to Dark Souls is slightly disappointing. <laughs> like, if, because it's just, it's a little bit more, st- like, it's still cool, but it's just a bit more standard than the quasi Lovecraftian sci fi. The setting of for, yeah, for Bloodborne looked fucking unreal. Did like, you was- play through three? Sorry, I haven't. Like the thing is, it's it's like one of my next games. Like I've right. got it. I know I'm gonna love it. It got, it got a high score. He, Shag bought it immediately. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a real good. There, there is some real there's some real great lore bombs that will get dropped in this that you'll lore bombs. That's yeah. cool. Um, a lot of like cyclic kind of like almost waiting for Godot. Like what is happening? What is awesome. life? It's, it's, it gets, it's it's real fun. And does it wrap up the story? Uh. No, I don't think so. I think it's this open opening for a fourth, or does okay. it wrap up this? The, no, does it wrap up the yeah the Dark Souls sort of story? I don't think of, you know, so. Like I the... think it leaves it open. I think there's stuff still going on. Okay, yeah, that's is interesting. Bloodborne two being confirmed is that happening? No, I, and I think they're going to step away from it. Well, I've heard they're working on some new um, IP. Oh wow, yeah. 
Dark Souls Go. Oh no, they're working on a new. They they do like a they, super Dark Souls. Run. That, but yeah. that would be that would be fucking cool. Like imagine if you could go places and it's like, oh fuck, I've got like you know I have to fight this person and I'm way underpowered and I'm going. Yeah, that would be amazing if they could work a way to do that. That'd be cool. What are, they, are they doing DLC or something for Dark Souls? They or? have. They've got yeah. two planned. They've already released one. Sure. Yeah. But the DLC for Bloodborne. That's the thing. They did one and it wasn't the final great, right? boss, or? which I didn't. I wasn't able to beat. It was too hard. Is one like, but lore wise, is one of the coolest things that's ever happened in a video game. Sure, it is so cool, and everyone needs to play these. What games. made anyway. it cool? What was it for a person who won't play it? I me. It's like he had a sword and a gun. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's had two knives. <laughs> it's the sun. Oh man, I, I look. I don't. I just got like it's too hard to explain. You do, but not I would, in the lore. Go yeah. on YouTube. Go watch one of those hour long. Here's the story of yeah. Bloodborne. It'll blow you away. <laughs> okay, I'll watch um, it. Number two, this was probably my favorite game of the year. I reckon it would have been number one, but people aren't used to voting games like this as the best game of the year. But I think it was uh, Inside. Yeah, I, I gave this two points. I love this game. I think I gave it two points. I think I gave I've got it, three I points to, to The Witness, it. two points to Inside, one point to Ratchet and Clank. And I wanted two. to give it a have point. Have you started but I had it? A, yeah. And you didn't just finish it straight away? Again, when I moved to... I know this sounds dumb, but like I had a huge significant change in my life this year, like in the middle of the year. And like it, I literally dropped off all forms of like media radar. I just, I had to like not do things for a while and I left it and I really wanted to. You moved house and started a fashion label. No, like, <laughs> no, like stuff happened to me and uh, like it had impacted on, you know, things that I did mm. in my spare time, etc. And so I cut it off and I wanted to give it a point, but I hadn't finished it. And I thought it was super unfair of me to reward it and like tag along basically without having earned the stripes. The thing is, once you get to like, it's, it is about a journey, but I mean, when we talk about games like Firewatch and stuff and games that do... And like Oxenfree and games that tell stories, even Firewatch still relies a little bit on reading shit that people have left behind, reading notes to fill in the story. Mm-hmm. I like that, it, though. But, but, but Inside tells a story purely using the medium of video games. Yeah. I've never played and anything... And Journey did that kind of, I thought, really yeah, it's well, basically, well Yeah, in fact, like, it's very similar to Journey in that yeah. sense. But the story goes places that you just would not expect and is so open to interpretation but leaves you with a feeling at the end that you feel emotional. Like, I felt quite emotional at the end. I felt like I'd just seen something I'd never seen before. I felt like I'd seen something completely unexpected and I felt like I need to talk to everybody about this and try to work out exactly what happened. Yeah, I uh, I think that that ending is is spectacular um, when you suddenly become so much more than you've been mm. that's me trying to like that's, no that, yeah, was, yeah. that was a really good way of putting thank it thank you for not spoiling yeah, it because uh, i really want to play this everyone game. needs to everyone needs and to, it's a yeah. quick it's a quick it's a quick mm. game so How it, quick's quick? it's like you know six hours yeah sure um so it's like a, it's a it's a puzzle platformer um very similar to uh to limbo which is a, a game the company made before um and it's one of those great games of uh, where where adorable children die repeatedly. Um, Finally, <laughs> a, I, I, I put together a list. <laughs> Limbo's on there, Inside's on there. A great game called Heart of Darkness that was on PS One is on there. Mm-hmm. A Boy and His Blob. Oh yeah, on there. A Boy and His Blob. I think we've spoken about this yeah. as well as with the, and how cool the kids are dying in it. Um, I say something I started playing recently has fuck. lots of lots of uh, dead kids in it too. So, so this, this game came out. Just around the time I left Good Game, and so I know nothing about it because I just like right, I want a month where I don't have to play forty hours of games a week, and I just want a break. And so I knew nothing about this game. And I would have passed it by if it were not for your endorsement. So I'm gonna go grab this and, and play it. I don't know this weekend probably. It's like it's near perfect. It's like yeah. one of those. It's like 
I, I remember once a friend of mine described the Book of Mormon, that musical by the South Park guys, as the most perfect piece of art she'd ever seen. This is like one of those things. It's like, you can't make this better. Like, it's everything about it. Like, the, like you're not told how to play. The game just starts. It's so easy to pick up. The story is told through the atmosphere, through the background, through the other characters. And you can have your own interpretations, but there's definitely a story that happens then mm. that you understand by the end of it. Did you complete, like, do you 100% and get the, the, the alternate ending? I didn't because I was going to play it again and then, so, like, I just got spoiled by reading about it, yep. which is my bad because, like, I just wanted to know everything about it at the end. I read about it and that alternate ending's cool. Like, there are so many extra layers of it. And the way that it, it implicates even you as the player, it's just, like, it's, like... It's the future of how we should be telling. It's like Half-Life. It's like a game that tells its story in the game. Essent- it's so yeah. rare that people can do that. Essentially, it's a, it's a game about escaping. Mm. It's like it, at its purest form, you're, you're trying to escape. Yeah. Um, what do you have besides, obviously, like that, that, final, that final 20 minutes or whatever? Do you have a favorite level or, or moment from, from inside? There's a moment... In like there are so many there are mo- like it just keeps building right yeah, like, yeah. and it just keeps adds these weird levels of away. puzzle and game so yeah, on the blowing you away fair it is a nuclear there's blast one level. there's you know, one the, where you know what I'm talking about though the nuclear blast level oh my gosh that is incredible that was the best and you see it you see oh. you see gameplay environments coming toward like they, they hint at it and then you finally get yeah so so great like they the the storytelling is like it's the whole game is ten out of ten every part of it. Like, it's a perfect game for what it is. Like, it is like... And honestly, when you find out what number one is, and you kind of know what it is already, is like, I think this game should be... Give it to me, baby. Here's here's the thing. Like, our Uh number one and uh number two are the same as Metacritic's number one and number two because we do things in a similar way. And I really think if people were a bit braver and a bit truer to what they actually felt... This would be the number one game sure. of the year. Like, but, absolutely should have been. But people got bought off by. But number one, which it was never going to be anything else, Uncharted 4. So I think the reason that this is number one is not because I feel like it was a, it was a very small handful of people's actual favorite game, but everyone who played it was like, oh, I've got to give it a nod. Yeah. So this got so many one points. This from has people, so right? many, also, I think, just like. The character, like everything, it was such a fitting end to this series that it was almost like giving Return of the King the Oscar for best film <laughs> when the Academy wanted to give it to all of the whole Lord of the Rings project. Like this to me was that, like you know, it was the definitive end. But did of, Return of the King win an Oscar? Oh, one thirteen. It's on. I think it's Fucking on Par for really? Record with God, it's a bad movie. the Titanic. Oh, it's not a bad movie. Like none of us could make a movie like that. You know what? I would. <laughs> <laughs> Like real talk right now, we couldn't go. We couldn't do that tomorrow. No, the four of us team together. Yeah, man. Well, and now that I think about it, <laughs> I can do all the voices. I'm a dwarf, <laughs> and my axe. I think it was that kind of like you know, it was us rewarding the Uncharted series an award in a, in a sense because this game is all about saying goodbyes and nods to the whole series. So and is there? D- oh, sorry. Do you think this is the best Uncharted game? No, no, I think it was the best story in an Uncharted game. I think, yeah, I think the best story. Yeah, the only reason why it wasn't the best for me was what you just said with uh, D- Dark Souls, yeah. etc. It's like by the fourth game, things aren't as new anymore. But yeah. if you stuck with it, and as you guys just mentioned with the lore, the payoff is huge. Like, I still think two for me was the best. It really elevated yeah. the game from great Sony exclusive to like holy fuck AAA. And that was probably your first Uncharted. Right? That was my first. Yeah, un- no, too. one was sorry. Oh, you played one. Yeah, yeah I right. played them in order. Yeah, I got like. One and two remastered. No, not remastered. Just I found them. They were the first games I bought in my yeah. PS3. Mm. Um, but then having said, I think it is also the best Uncharted game in the sense if you've 
come through it from the other ones. Uncharted Three is my favorite, um, just because it has my fa- you know That's for a me rogue opinion. Yeah, for that me, is no, a rogue no one opinion. thinks that. Yeah, That's a rogue one I, uh, opinion. For me, for me, yeah, more Uncharted that, more, story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nathan Drake story. For me, I play Uncharted for for big moments, um, and those those set pieces that are just so memorable. And yeah. for me, nothing beats um, the part where you're in, we're in, we're on a ship. Oh. And yeah. um, and the guy the says, and um, then- "See you in hell, Habibi," and shoots the glass, and the fucking boat starts sinking. That seems insane. <laughs> and and I was just like, I was like, man, this is the best ever. So let's. So Uncharted is a is a game of set pieces, like you say. What are the yeah. top sort of set pieces from Uncharted Four? There aren't any. No, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> the the cave puzzles was kind of that that the first like gazing on these giant. They were Puzzles cool. In a cave. They were cool. That yeah. was that. That was a moment for me where I was. Look, like, I think this game purposely doesn't present you to them so obviously because this game's quite introspective, and I love that with the the, the Nathan Drake story. Like, except where you there was kill like a thousand people. Yeah, well, over yeah, it. That's, that's the, <laughs> they're mercenaries, probably. <laughs> they're probably very bad. <laughs> they probably they probably like avoid tax and stuff like save that. Save it for save it for your medium side. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, the. As soon as you're expecting a set piece, you get a scene of you in the attic shooting things that you like with a with a dark with a like a rubber dark yeah. gun, and then you walk around the house. Why, like the only noise you hear is the hum of the dryer or the washing machine. Like mm. it's domestic Drake, and it's it was like you know, it was like Han Solo in the Force Awakens type of thing. It was like let's get him out for one more time, and time is you know time has passed. Drake's now got a boring day job. Like I really thought that was done so well, and I think the avoidance of those set pieces early on were really important, but if you hadn't played the other games or cared about the characters, I just don't think that would have clicked with you mm. as much. But for me, as someone who really loved the series, didn't think I'd love it as much as I did, but realized that it's made from such a great place that, yeah, like a set piece to me is playing Crash 1 on it. Like, that is insane. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a really good point. I think the set pieces in this one were quieter yep. than usual. They weren't about scale. They weren't about explosions. They weren't about big things falling, which is no, pretty much su- every set piece. Yeah. Supernatural stuff either. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I there was like no that. supernatural stuff. It was stuff all about being Nathan Drake. Like there was an introspective uh, game about family. Yeah. Which yeah. I there think was is proximity so, so cool. pirate bombs. Mm. That's the closest thing to supernatural. Oh things. yeah, good point. Oh yeah, the old school like uh, uh, minds that yeah, they set yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. But like the lesson at the, like my favorite part of this by far was like <laughs> The th- like the conceit of what they found when they discover when they finally got to the end, yeah. and mm. what that meant for the characters. Yeah, I thought that was so cool and so interesting. Yeah, and like even the stuff of his childhood, like you know, escaping with his brother, like very interesting. And in lesser hands, would have failed. Like introducing a major <laughs> f- family relative in the last title that has never been spoken about. It but, is your brother. <laughs> yeah, but done in such a way where you justify the fact they don't speak of this dark horse who, yeah. bet- you know, did things that would make someone not talk about them and yeah. showing them in a loving light, like getting me to care about... Oh man, the set piece, starting off in the bazaar in like the Morocco landscape yeah. or whatever and then by the end of it on a motorcycle jumping from the back oh, to the car. Oh yeah, that car. thing's insane. I, I hated that scene. That to me was like, that was yeah. like the chase scene in the Tintin film. Like <laughs> so good, so ludicrous. <laughs> chase that, scene in the Tintin I hated, That is a I reference good no reference. one will get. Oh, well, I, I love that movie. I think it's some of the most <laughs> I underrated. I would one of the most <laughs> underrated um, movies of the last totally. 10 years. Included in my favourite comic adaptations of yeah, all time. Yeah, but totally. that set piece to me was amazing and I think maybe the set pieces in this game were maybe not as limited to an environment like the ship or the train. It's because like, this was the first game I really think where like the PS4 was completely finally 
tuned nicely and yeah. they figured it out and the set pieces went for sometimes 20 minutes but I don't think you realised it. So I think it my, was my, my favourite yeah. scene I think that I would consider a set piece when you first get the car and you're driving around with Sully and your brother in that Oh, yeah, part yeah, of the like world the South oh, yeah, and I just thought like that a, was beautiful and that, that yeah. was like and using the winch that was yeah. fucking cool yeah. and, that, and that was like the, the, the closest Uncharted's come to an open world yeah, yeah. Um, and like you gotta find over these like big piles of rocks to knock over and shit like yeah. that I thought that was fun but I uh, I think there were moments in this game though where I, lo- I don't know if either I love the story so much or the gameplay maybe was a bit samey but when the story stopped and I had to actually do the game thing I was like fucking stop with this game I just wanna <laughs> see the story and I've never experienced that with a game before. Uh, it, often it's the opposite. You're like, shut up, cutscene. <laughs> yeah, I want to shoot someone. Through. Going back to what you were just saying about them fin- finally tuning the PlayStation, when yes. this was first released... Oh, sorry, when this was first announced at... I think... Was, was it Gamescom? Yeah. Or was it... No, it was probably E3. It was probably and it was E3. just a trailer with the voice. And yeah. It and it showed and, no gameplay. Well, well, no, sorry, yeah. Well, that was a Gamescom. And then at E3 they did... E3 actual the, it was the gameplay, Morocco footage, I think. it was where it you, up. And yeah, and the guy throw and they yeah. put a reference into it in the game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And just like stuff like that. Fuck, I, yeah, it's great. Yeah. But then when I step, when you step out onto the ice or into like the Arctic, what was it Arctic mountainside? Sc- yeah, yeah. In, in Scotland, this, in the Scotland, north. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember thinking quite like, early on, right? Uh, yeah, I was like, that was the first moment when I was looking, and I was like, I didn't know a console could look this good. Yeah, like, that, that was it was shocking to me. It's the greatest looking game. That it was I just think, that that's beautiful on our console, yeah. like hands down. It, it just fine tuned it. Like you know, they give Naughty Dog, yeah, extra info. Like oh, you should do yeah. this. Like, it's, <laughs> it's such a triple A. Like it's a PlayStation selling machine. It's actually a PS Five <laughs> for you. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think you kind of right though. This wouldn't wasn't my favorite game of the year, but I felt obliged to give it a point if I had a voted. Yeah, <laughs> because I just. Yeah. It was a love letter to Uncharted. And I think yeah. they know that in a post-Last of Us world especially, where like you just can't go around killing random people. You know, five, ten years ago, a lot has changed in gaming, as we all know here. I think it was kind of like them doing like, well, let's just do this one. and mm. you know, One last mission. Exactly. It's like that. I'm it's too old for it. And I think it was kind of like them going like, you know, Last of Us 2 is being made as we're making this, obviously. Mm. And that's the title that, you know, that's the new sensitive, the snag version of Uncharted. <laughs> now, is there some sort of DLC coming up for this or something? Or something? Yeah, it yeah, looks really is. good. Mm. What, what, what is it? Is it uh, a standalone you, or is it a... So you play as... Um, is it uh, Sully Chloe? No, no, no. You, no. no you, so you play as Chloe from Who Uncharted 2. two yeah. yep. um, teaming up with uh, the girl from Uncharted 4. The villain who uh-huh. was in charge of the mercenary army. Yeah, um... And and you're teaming up and doing an undercover mission, so it's, yeah, it's right. a chapter. It's the length of a what chapter. What about the uh, cool. future of this game? So Naughty Dog have said they're not going to have anything to do with it anymore, but you know that they're happy for the IP to go to somebody else. Yeah, Nintendo will buy it, make it a go. Nintendo <laughs> Switch <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> but like, even then, like when you think about the possibilities of those things, it's like it's Drake's kind of exciting. Imagine like, like yeah. an exploration game based on Uncharted that turns wherever you are. Into like some hidden city. Or something yeah. like this, that. this guy fucking loves AR. <laughs> <laughs> like, loves do you guys want to see it continued on? Like, I'm kind of happy where it ended, but I, maybe, you know, in five, ten years, I wouldn't mind seeing Drake's daughter or yeah, something. Give, give Drake it a nice, is the Sully character. Yeah. Give it a break for sure. I, lo- I think Sully is one of my favorite gaming characters of all time. We spoke to someone from Naughty Dog basically about, at him about <laughs> yeah, Sully. Yeah, I think Sully is just such a brilliant character. And when there's a moment where, like, you know, he, he potentially dies in Uncharted 3. He's in Uncharted 4, so it's not really a giveaway. But um, that was like one of like the most emotional moments I've ever had in game. Wow. And I was like, oh no! But yeah. I think one of the things, and I mean, it's kind of like, you can't, 
you still can't really fault Uncharted for in many ways. And like the polish, like you say, is so mind blowing that even when you're just going around this sort of quasi open world, I think it's yeah, it's in Africa or something, mm. and they just have dialogue between the three characters, yeah. the, or the the two characters that are there. Oh, I love and that it's so, much. so natural. Yeah, and even when you do, like, you get too. something wrong. And Sully will be like, what are you doing down there? And it's just like, it's like Sully stalking to you. Yeah. It's test- crazy. That's a testament to the voice actors too. Like Nolan North, who else? Uh, bunch Troy, of Troy Baker was, Baker was the was the brother. Yeah. Just like, they're the best in the biz. And I, voice actors are going through a bit of strife at the moment, aren't they? There was a strike recently in the mm. last week or two. Uh, again, it's very, you know, to generalize it, like the writer's strike from five or six years ago where... I think royalties weren't being paid properly. And yeah, these so guys are superstars now. Like, what's going to guys... solve it is next year, all voices are going to be done by Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, great. Is... <laughs> <laughs> He'd actually do a good Sully, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so those are our, our, our top 20. Is there any anything stark that... Uh... Uh, I, no fighting games on that whole list. I would have. I, I might have thought about giving a nod to Street Fighter Five. I think that was one that just missed out. You said, yeah. In fact, did Street Fighter Five come out this year? Yeah. Yep, came out in February. That's interesting. I would have given a nod. I, I, now that I think about it, I would have given something to if I thought more about Street Fighter Five. And the other one I really liked was the new. Wow, expansion Legion, which I think is the best work they've done in years. Yeah, and I've heard that. And I think I think there were two looking at this list. There are a whole bunch of things that just totally missed out because thirty-two. There's not one Ubisoft game on the list. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I think it's interesting. I'm I'm amazed that both Hitman and Stardew Valley didn't get votes. Oh, Stardew, Stardew Valley, Valley is was... impossible to play for me, so I can't play. You can't How play. Can... Oh yeah, because it's like Mac, and you can't yeah. play it on. Is it, on, is it on PS4 yet? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, no, it is. It's just been released oh, on PS4. Well, I, want, I want to go have on that for sure. Uh, I haven't played it. It's wh- I, and I'm not saying like I'm not saying because I think it's amazing. I'm saying because general consensus yeah. is it's they've Harvest taken Moon. the Harvest Moon formula yeah. and perfected it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. But then Hitman as well. It's like it's one of those games I've bought. I haven't played, but it's ju- it's just like a genuinely exciting game. Oh, it's insane! <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I also uh, late run uh, special, highly commended or whatever. I really have enjoyed playing uh, Planet Coaster. If anyone's a fan of the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise, etc., this is like a in that vibe. Build a theme park, build roller coasters. I've, I've put hundred hours into that over the last month. Really enjoying that. Have you made any like major sort of coasters? Oh yeah. <laughs> like what's your what's because I mean, my favorite part about that game by far is watching other people and just going on like just going onto YouTube and doing the like the run throughs of people's coasters. Yeah, I, I I love I love loops, I love twirls, I love I man, I I I can I'm it's, I'm on the spectrum. But I'll like, <laughs> I'll spend a couple of hours making a coaster and then just ride it for a bit. It's that's good. so how cool is that though? It's so good. That's never that's not a game for me, but I totally like love that. Yeah. Um I I just started playing Watch Dogs 2 and I'm enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Um so I I'm very surprised to see that not on the list at he all. He loved to I, hack. It got it's actually point. super fun. Yeah. If you like the um uh what the fuck is a superhero um it's not infamous? Yeah, the infamous oh, yeah. games on, on Sony it's, I find it really similar to that. Yeah. It's that really fun open world and you just can grind through and do all these mindless open world stuff but it doesn't feel exhaustingly big like yeah. GTA. Plus I liked what like I know it's like people shit on it but I really liked Watch Dogs 1. 
Like I really enjoyed right. it. I played so much poker in that game. Yeah. Well, been, I would play poker for hours in that game. But I've heard this theory, and this does go back to my medium essay. So I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's a theory that somebody was saying that it's like they Thomas McMullen. They, they love the game, but they thought it would have been so much better if he could only hack and he didn't have this like gun yeah. skill tree. But that's also you. You can choose to just not use your gun the entire game, pretty much. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, also, this is the like what there's like maybe. There, there is one actual Nintendo console game on this list, and then there are two Nintendo mobile games. That's it. For a, a, like our podcast is very, you know, very fond of you know selling on the last year, but we Angus and I are very much Nintendo pals. What did you think of Pokemon Hawaii? Have you played that yet? No, what's that? That's just Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Oh, yeah. Sun and Moon. Oh, yeah. How is Sun and Moon going on here? I, 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 Pokemon uh, is the ultimate got, game where I, 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 I play, play one it. every decade. Kuna Matata. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I've, 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 this is a real good Pokemon. Okay. So right. good. If, if you haven't been in Pokemon for a while, get back in on this Pokemon. I really Pokemon. like Pocket Card Jockey, which is a, uh, DS, a, a DS, 3DS um, shop game, um, which is like a bizarre combination of horse racing and solitaire. Um, with like it's and it's made by Game Freak who do Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I highly recommend that on the 3DS. It's like unlike anything else you ever played, and a testament to games with two screens. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then there was also like a weird free game that used Amiibo on the system that was actually quite good. It was like that you know those Mario Minis games. Oh yeah. But you used all of the Amiibo and they all unlocked different things. That was really fun to play with my son. And I think one more, uh, and we mentioned it already, but everyone should go and play Virginia. Just because it goes for two hours. It's not even really a game, but for what it actually does with the medium. It, I heard it looks like shit. It looks like... It totally does. Okay, but right. it's like, you can you can absolutely get over it. I think the soundtrack's amazing. It's 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 kind of like nothing I've ever played. Okay. Hot hot tip. Angus, you got any hot tips? Uh, I've got my life back on track and I'm going to play more games next year. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just want more spicy uh, Virtual Boys content from you. For in 2017. Oh well, look, there's plenty more where that came from. <laughs> as long as Tommy Daslo posts something, chances are <laughs> I would destroy him. He's been texting me during this. Actually, he called me just as we hit record. He just messaged me saying, "You fucking worm," <laughs> and then proceeded to just say variations of that. It's not worth mentioning for any reason. You have uh, that's if you if you look at our chat history, it's very much. It's not full of a lot of love (laughs) Um, I I regularly send um, Tommy Dasilo videos of my son calling him an egg I've seen the supercut, it's beautiful Yeah, cool, he's added a few Last night he sent, um, get a job egg (laughs) And then go to bed egg I like go to bed egg (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, apparently Tommy is going to His next special is going to be have have an Archie section so look, look forward to that. You know what? I think we're quite responsible for his next show because he's like, do you mind if I speak about it? the memes and the stuff that you made me into <laughs> an egg? And so I'm good. like, you did it for your last show. <laughs> um, Hing, thank you so much for coming on. This would have been a three-minute good game segment. We managed to drag it out <laughs> to two hours and ten. <laughs> it was an ambitious task. When you said, when you said to me we're going to go through the top 20 games, I was like, oh, we'll just go through the list. I didn't realize we'd be discussing everyone for ten minutes, but we- it was... It was it it, it 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 was an ambitious task, and we got through it. I feel like I've I've hopefully contributed. I've had a great absolutely. Time. It's been no, and, and we were all very different gamer boys. Yeah, in here it would have been really cool if we got someone who wasn't a boy. But uh, you know, <laughs> fingers <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> Trump no, Trump's president now. Yeah. We're gonna get that for at least. I'm just you get two more boys next year, <laughs> and they are my sons. <laughs> um, 
Shag, thank you so much for putting this together. Thank you. Yeah, um, thanks, numbers. <laughs> the calculator. I feel like I'm the goth character in whatever like crime yeah, procedural yeah. from the yeah, state. You're, you're, the you're one of the lone gunmen from the X-Men. We needed to... Uh, not the X-Files, <laughs> rather. <laughs> uh, we, we needed your uh, hacking skills. Um, if, I'm whatever autistic character is in every movie now. Absolutely. Uh, if anyone wants Donald to follow Glover you... Donald Glover in The Martian. <laughs> Um, if anyone wants to follow Donald you, Glover Shag in Childish Gambino. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you online, Shag? I'm just on uh, Twitter at Tom McMullen. Tom underscore McMullen. Or in Virtual Boys, which is a private group, which you can't join. No, uh, you can send us a message on HeyFam. We'll, 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 we'll just go through your credentials. Yep. Let you know if you can be a member. Yeah, it's been, uh, I can say I got added to it this year. It's real good. You were really be, worried about when I added it to it. You were like, do you guys like games or you just make fun of games? I thought you games? guys were making fun of gamers. <laughs> and no. I was like, oh, this is real mean. No, and then like, I realized you're actually just being really personal and attacking each other. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, this is really funny. Like, I forget <laughs> how many... Um, specific gamers. I forget how many... Um, fuck, we said the word earlier tonight. We, we, spectators. Oh, right. Can I be spectators there are in there? And most of the time I think it's just like, well, us four plus like maybe six other people. And I forget there are people I've never met (laughs) who just sit back and watch us like go to town. Like there is, I'd say there's 10 to 12 people who actually use it. Yeah, totally. as a message thing, and everyone else is kind of just along for the ride. Like, yeah. yeah, and it sucks. The worst thing about Virtual Boys by far is when you put up a thing, you're really excited about something. No, you're like, hey, dudes, is everybody playing Titanfall two? You get nothing, that but you get seen by eighty two. <laughs> should we? Should we? Um, <laughs> should we do some M M&M and Ming and clean out the closet? And oh, color! Oh, wow! Do a cull. We're getting rid of spectators. If you didn't vote, or not if you didn't vote. No, that's because then you're out of here. Hangs out. Uh, Hing, where can we find you online besides virtual boys? Uh, at Hing is on Twitter. You can uh, just go that or Facebook or whatever. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Next, next League of Legends. Yeah, do. we kick off in January. My, uh, If I can plug a thing, if anyone's interested. Of course, plug a thing. Plug a goddamn uh, thing. My comedy special is up on iView right now. So if you're in Australia and want to watch an hour of my bloody stand-up comedy. Oh, that's right. You showed that recently, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, so that, that's, that's filmed at this comedy store. It's an hour of my best stuff. And then it goes to air, I think, January 17 or something on ABC2. But yeah. That's watch it. that. See, yeah, that's watch awesome. that in standard definition. Yeah, watch that's that in 360p. That's Come on, that's all that I have you can churn out. Uh, Angus and I will be back next week for another episode of Hey Fam. What are we gonna do next week? Um, I don't it's know. Christmas, man. We we we, we, we we do this best memes organized. of 2016. Yeah, memes of the year. We gotta do. We, we need to do television and movies, but I feel like that should just be deeply personal. It's it's a. It's been yeah. It's also been we, the last like eleven months of episodes, hasn't it? <laughs> but I don't know. Um, Let's do it. Maybe been, we, we can combine the two. We should read out the the worst um, Force. Uh, sorry, Rogue oh, One hot takes. Fuck! I'm so sick of Rogue One hot takes. Like Force Awakens didn't even have this many hot takes uh, until until Shag came to the episode. <laughs> oh, did you write something? No, 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 no. no. Oh, yeah. On his medium, <laughs> you even have a medium. Uh, no. Oh, no, I have done stuff. I did, yeah, like horrible things that I'm already embarrassed about <laughs> that weren't even that long ago. I love it. Medium is just like, no one's going to publish this, but it looks kind of nice. So, Medium maybe. is literally, no, it's that thing. Medium is like, no one would publish this yeah. because it's garbage. But for some reason, I think it's great right now. I, and I always get tricked. I'm like, oh, wow, he wrote an article. Oh, God damn it. It's Medium. It's, medium. it's had 10 views and it's nine of them are his and one is mine. Um, uh, so yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do movies and TV, maybe over two different episodes. And also, we're going to announce something that we're kicking off in January, probably. Yeah, that, 
It's a cool we stuff. won't do it now. Have a Merry Christmas, fam. Uh, you can find us online, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast. I'm at LevDog. He's at Jimmy Chengus. Say hey to us. We love talking to you. And leave a nice review on iTunes if you feel so kindly. All we want for Christmas is a five-star review. Yeah. You worms. We're not as desperate <laughs> as some of other podcasts asking for five-star reviews, but we'll grovel occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those times. Thanks so much for our guests today, Hingers and Shag. Look, I think again, these are the video game episodes are our longest ones, the roundups, and I ain't mad about that. That was this is a really, really fun episode to do. Um, we're in. back next week. Um, until next week, enjoy your morning. Enjoy it. Hey! Bam, 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 hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin, and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene, and the other one is called Serious Issues, and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues, so go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support, and I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.